0: New toys!
2: Yeah! And my pants are off. Yeah. What is going on?
3: <laughs> Dude, I would totally be like a free-range flamingo master.
4: Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the Panels on Pages.com podcast. With your host, Lee Rodriguez.
3: Ooh, look, I switched the head around. Eat a dick.
4: Jason
2: Nine does nick fury look like a bitch then why are you trying to fuck him brad
5: and jose guzman don't tickle me you won't <laughs> like me if you tickle me
2: i'm gonna blank you so blank down there i'm just gonna leave him a mess when i'm done <laughs> 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 check it out
5: Peepee in my mouth so
4: strap in and shut up we've got a show to do
3: Oh, what is going on, folks? We have a lot to talk about, lots to do. Let's not waste any time. This is episode number 91 of the Panels on com podcast. It is February 17th, 2015. I'm your host, Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and joining me on the line tonight, we got Mr. Jason Nyes. So deep, put a butt to sleep. <laughs> Jose Guzman. Sometimes you mess around and get a triple-double. <laughs> and for the, uh, what, third year in a row, uh com, toy fair uh reporter keto cruz what's happening sir
6: yeah some people thought it was funny that uh i was spending valentine's day at toy fair but in nine months devastators having my baby well there you go
3: <laughs> 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 oh man lots to get into let's let's fucking let's not waste any time jibber jabbering and lala gaggling let's just fucking get right into it um see uh We talked Tuesday, uh, Wednesday. Uh, I signed up officially for my very first uh, jujitsu competition. So that's happening next month. It's pretty exciting. Congrats. Pretty exciting stuff. Um, Uh You know, yeah, there will be an audience. So hopefully it goes well for me. If not, I'll be really embarrassed. But hey, it's what happens. It'll be a learning experience either way. It's going to be good times. Uh, Friday, they had this thing uh, they had last year, but weren't able to do it for whatever reason. And we did this year this uh, daddy daughter date night thing they put on at the. our rec center and it was a big deal the kid was super excited about it and so we went and it was actually a lot of fun it's very cute she got you, dressed up and you both looked great and all that shit
2: lee you're looking and you guys look adorable yeah you, you look great lee you're looking slim you're it you really notice it in your face
3: yeah and, i'm uh my and uh, driver's license is coming due uh, on my birthday it expires this year so it expires like in april and like, I keep looking at that fucking driver's license picture going, yep, that's about to change <laughs> pretty significantly. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, it, it does a lot in the face. I do appreciate you saying so, because it's, uh, it's been a big deal, been a very big deal. I um, got to tell you, man, this, uh, this DJ they had running this thing, though, he, uh, he knew his audience. Let me tell you. Let's see. We got there. Let's see. We, we shook it off a little bit, and, nice. then we, uh, and then we let it go. And then uh, we saw some fireworks <laughs> at Roy, then we shook it off again. Um we we were happy. We let it go again. We shook it off a little bit. (laughs) We were there for about three hours, I guess, give or take. About three hours we were there. And um he played maybe nineteen songs. (laughs) (laughs) You know, unique songs. (laughs) But it was it was really cute. The kids had a really, really good time. It was really cute. It was fun. Um, had a goddamn overnight babysitter on Valentine's Day. So we went out. We dropped them fuckers early, and when uh it was before we went out, um, it was my uh sister-in-law, uh, sister-in-law law to be's son's birthday, and they it out of the theater like we did, you know. And the plan was originally to do the um the SpongeBob movie, but that they didn't get it, so instead his- Fifty Shades of Grey. Yeah, yeah, they actually had Fifty Shades of Grey and not the SpongeBob movie. Um, but his backup plan was instead they ordered some DVDs online and we watched 90 minutes of America's Funniest Home Videos. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he wanted to do instead. And so we watched two of these specials. One uh, one with Sagate, one with Bergeron. And um, it's rough. Nicole at one point goes, God, why does this look so shitty? I go, really? 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 Because their fucking 1989 VHS home video is blown up onto a movie <laughs> theater. Of course it looks terrible. <laughs> but, to their credit, on that first one, which I forget what they called it, um, it took them 30 minutes to get to the Nutshot compilation. So I thought that was really, really impressive on their part. It's a lot of restraint on the producers of a Funny Some Videos compilation. Um,
6: Nicole's now wondering why her 8-tracks don't sound the same.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't understand. It was such a great idea. So yeah. But it was a good time. And then we went out we we dropped the kids with a quickness, you know. I was yeah. I, I I'm the kind like, you know, I don't look back. It's gone, you know. I
2: the can't cool. believe you guys haven't had a a Valentine's Day to yourself in seven years.
3: Yeah, never. There's never it's never happened. Never. Ever, ever. Just because stuff. You know. <laughs> Lots of there's always some fucking reason. But we went out and then uh Nicole's doing that thing that I guess you're supposed to do, like checking in and shit, like texting to make sure it's all right. I'm like, fuck that. She knows what's going on. If they're on the way to the emergency room, they'll call. You know, because sure enough, you you text and something happens, you end up with the conversation. Like you know, it, it's it's bringing down your high, and I'm not about I'm not about that. So fuck. <laughs> <laughs>
7: I'm
3: not about that at all.
7: Yeah, there you go.
2: <laughs> Classic.
3: It was it oh it was classic all right it was totally that um, went to this uh, went into a um, a Thai place had Thai food for the first time for lunch it was good quite good uh, and then we uh, we did hit up the uh, the fifty the fifty shades all fifty of them saw so all fifty of them bitches um, checked off a thing out of my bucket list I was addressed regarding Fifty Shades of Grey through a megaphone so <laughs> I can check that right off the bu- the bucket list. <laughs> because they that shit was sold out like fandango was sold out like all like it was gone right so you know we got there you know in time but not super early but you know they were still hadn't gotten the theater emptied out yet so there was like basically a theater's worth of people like in line waiting to go in and there was some fucking dude in like you know like a blazer like a manager at the front line going the 715 show for 50 shades of gray is sold out let's go to the middle Walk, please. Walk, <laughs> as if people were going to be trampling to get to the fucking theater. It was ridiculous. Well, yeah,
5: but you got to remember the floors are very slippery
7: right
5: now. <laughs> no. Lots Maybe. of mop buckets, lots of plastic. It, it's kind of like watching a movie in the splash zone for the Shamusha,
2: or or like uh, the f- first three rows of Gallagher.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. you get to the front, it's stadium seating. So the closer you get to the front of the theater, the more trepidatious it gets. Oh yeah, yeah. Really? There were there were a couple of oh. walkouts actually. What? There were there were a couple of walkouts. Did it suck? Uh, no, man. I mean, I think it is exactly what it was supposed to be. Like I, you know, may just come and surprise, you guys. I didn't read those books. Okay. Yeah, but you've taken <laughs> Nicole to plenty
2: of comic book movies, so you had this coming.
3: Oh, yeah. Nicole read the book <laughs> yeah. she liked the movie, and it was a fine movie. It was all right. It did what it's supposed to do, you know? I gotta step up my rope game. So I heard that they did not the include the tampon scene. I don't know what that is, but they did not.
2: Apparently, there's a scene in the book where he pulls her tampon out and throws it in the trash. Yeah, or, no, that wasn't no, in No, there. he pulls her tampon out and, like, eats her out while he's holding it or something? Holding the tampon?
3: He Red Wings, baby.
6: He was... <laughs> He he doesn't mind a little ketchup on his hot dog. Just <laughs> I mean, you
3: know. Look, we've all been there, right, fellas? Fellas? No? It, this movie must not take place in Chicago. <laughs> Aww. Uh, well, it's, uh, no it's, uh, ketchup por- on hot it's dogs Portland, actually. Chicago. Portland. <laughs> um, she really liked it. Thanks. It was good. It was fine. You know, uh, I don't, you know. I'm not as conservative of, as most, so I guess maybe that's why I don't get the hubbub about it, the controversy about it. Um, we had a good time watching it; it's fun. Um, got that? She did uh, find me the uh, the two new lady bots. So I got Chromia and for Valentine's Day, which is very exciting. I'm very excited about that. Um, you now will never find them in a fucking store, so I'm glad she did that. And then uh, she got real hairy over uh, the next couple days. We got hit with this crazy ice storm here, at, like real bad ice. Like it was just raining and then solidifying immediately like it didn't get pretty like snow does it was just you know pulling down power lines and knocking over trees and shit just because yeah, like, we lost I, a tree in the front yard the tree just got split right man, down the middle because of all the extra weight you got on. got hit it with, crazy. you got hit with
5: some of that black ice huh
3: <laughs> there we, yeah there we got some black ice gavin was carrying it around in a fucking in a, fucking <laughs> in a, in a hobo caddy um but yeah no apparently today uh, i didn't go to work today i never i never fucking miss work But it was bad yesterday. It was worse this morning. And I walked out today. Like, I had to, like, lean and put, like, my weight on the door to get my garage door open to the outside. Like, the entire house was just cased in ice. It was like fucking someone pissed off Queen Elsa. Like, (laughs) that whole shit was just coated. You know, I just looked and I just saw. And there was a little bit of snow down, too. And I'm like, yeah, there's no fucking way. And then somebody on Facebook posted, apparently there were 13 cars at the parking lot of my work today. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> we had there were over 100 people that called out yesterday so even more today i guess yes. it was bad yeah,
2: but, you know I saw some of the pictures looked like uh justin verlander just went to town on your house in
3: shrubbery yeah yeah basically that <laughs> 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 yeah so it's it's uh, a little hairy so hopefully uh that shit clears up tomorrow um it's it did you know, no more precipitation so that's a good sign and i hope it'll be all right but it's been a uh, Been an eventful few days. Uh, The kid cut a tooth, so that's cool. He's got four. He's got like all four of his front ones. It's been uh, been a fine few days, man. So, uh, what's what's going on, Nias? Tell us a story. Well, uh, first off, I had a great
2: Valentine's Day with the wife. Uh, We uh, hit up Toys R Us. And she got a big stuffed Baymax from me, and I got a Ninja Turtles Tiger Claw from her. Nice. And uh, I got something else from her, but that will be on the next story. Uh, We went and got sushi and just fucking ate our fucking faces off with sushi. We got four rolls up in that bitch, and we high-fived after every roll we ate. (laughs) You know, went home and just kind of chilled out and... Uh, eight chocolate-covered strawberries. We watched the interview again because that's what she wanted to watch. so I was like, "Fuck it." We had uh, uh, a rousing fifteen-minute uh, marathon of sex, and you know that was our Valentine's Day.
3: It was spectacular. The you know, were f- ways to spend the day.
2: Fifteen minutes up from my usual ten, so
3: that's no, not. It's, a, it's not a bad way to spend the day. Yeah. Uh,
2: today, well, and then uh, Sunday we spent the day uh, house hunting again. Uh, saw a lot of great houses. Uh, we had a few that we really liked that we were looking to uh, apply to. And then Mary found this house that is like right in the same neighborhood of where we're living right now. And it was it's a model home. And it is just ridiculous. Fucking, it looks like uh, Tony Montana's summer home. It loo- oh, looks no, shit. This house <laughs> looks like it was bought with cocaine
6: money. Seriously. It's just missing the globe out in front. It's
2: a, honestly, like it, it's ridiculous. But it's in our price range. So we're like, fuck it. It just got posted on Sunday. I got a hold of the people on Monday. We went and saw it last night. And it is amazing. It's just an amazing house. Like, There's no way we should have even been there. We, <laughs> we should not have been allowed to see that house. So we got home. And we said, "Fuck it, let's let's apply, let's let's see what happens." Uh, applied, and then this morning called the realtor, and they're like, "Well, we got seven applications total," and we're like, "Fuck, if there's seven applications, no way they're gonna take us with you know me and my credit and my current work situation." So you know, got to kind of write that off. But then we got the the applications to give them our. Uh, permission to do a credit check, do a background check, fucking got them back to them really quick. Realtor got back to us and was like, oh, man, you guys are are really eager to, uh, you know, apply for this house. I'm glad to see it. And we're like, fuck yeah, we are. (laughs) And they asked us for like all of our other, our check stubs and taxes and stuff like that. And I sent them everything I could fucking find as quickly as possible to the point where I'm thinking, you know, we might have a fucking chance at this. Uh, while we're waiting on hearing back from this, uh, get the package with Mary's fucking championship belt in it from Vetter. Oh finally. yeah. Yep. Yep. And this thing is gorgeous and it is humongous. It is huge. I had, How heavy it, is it? It, it's fucking heavy. <laughs> But this thing, you guys, all, all you guys in pop fantasy football that chipped in on this belt, it was fucking worth it. <laughs> worth every goddamn penny. But uh, the thing that Mary got me at Toys R Us, uh, the other thing she got me at Toys R Us on Saturday was the toy white intercontinental championship. So I'm going to be Mary's Dow <laughs> with her <laughs> white fantasy football belt. I love so, it. So uh, photo shoot incoming.
7: That's and, awesome.
2: And then... UPS shows up with our fucking check from Reed Pop for this year.
5: Fucking movie check. This
2: biggest check I ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I fucking book it to the bank, ASAP as possible. And as I'm on the way to the bank, I get an email from the realtor saying that we we're approved for the house. <laughs> no shit. <laughs> and I just nice. laughed. <laughs> So, uh, check, check, house check, Uh, championship belt check. Today was a fucking good day. That is a good day. So, like, so you're getting the house. It's a done deal. Yep, yep, yep. Uh, We just, we just. Congratulations, man. Thank you very much. We have to put down our deposit. Uh, We're going to take care of that tomorrow, and we should be moving in on March first.
3: That is straight up wonderful news. Oh, sir. my God. Oh,
2: hold on, hold on. I got to fucking get you guys a link to this ridiculous ass house. Uh, you you won't... Like, it's... Uh, we took my parents' with to see it last night. And they kept making jokes like, you know, maybe we should apply for this house. <laughs> because it is honestly nicer than the house we previously lived in or the house we're staying at with my parents right now. Because... It was a model home. It's on a golf course. You know, the like the it's got a fucking jacuzzi. A jacuzzi.
6: Is it on the fairway?
2: It is on the fairway.
6: On the left or the right-hand side of uh, the fairway? Uh I don't know. If it's on the right-hand side of the fairway, check what they have if they have some sort of insurance for your windows.
2: Hey, it's a rental, so Okay. <laughs> I just linked it in the chat. You guys should look at this fucking drunk drug kingpin house uh but yeah uh thank you guys for your support i know i asked for some good vibes last week uh you know i gotta thank uh jose for his support and tito and mahoney and lee and nicole for you know it's it's been a rough year or you know the the last year about this time was was a little tough so you know, it's all turning around now. The
5: fuck are you going to do with
2: this tub? <laughs> that tub, <laughs> it's got one of those ridiculous clawfoot tubs. And that thing makes me laugh every time I see it.
3: Holy <laughs> shit. This is Tony but Montana's house.
5: It looks like, it looks
2: smaller it than a, a regular claw tub. It has a clawfoot
3: bathtub.
5: A, a fucking clawfoot tub on
2: a golf course. It's Holy a four shit, bedroom. We're two people. Look at that! You are kitchen. moving on up, sir. Yeah,
5: and like we are doing so much blow. We are
2: gonna do so much blow, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like there's no way we should have been approved for this house. So, nor so does should this it
6: make uh, Does this make Jose Manolo?
2: Hey, <laughs> he, he can be my Manolo. Just uh, I just don't want anybody getting cut up with a chainsaw.
6: No problem. <laughs> No
5: guarantee.
2: <laughs> yeah, Tito Taylor was Big like ass Kip. screamed in porch. Jesus. Yeah, with a jacuzzi. There's no that's way fucking... we should have been approved for this house, and there's no way this house should be as much as it as as not necessarily cheap, but it should be being rented for a lot more than this.
3: That's weird. Yeah, maybe because it's I I don't know. That's fucking crazy. There's some
2: catch, but fuck it, we got approved. So, yeah. The catch isn't my parents live in the other room. Exactly. <laughs> so go for it. Oh yeah, that's another story about uh, Valentine's Day. You know, my parents are usually in bed by nine o'clock, but for some reason on Valentine's Day night, my dad thought it was a great idea to stay up and have a movie marathon until like eleven o'clock at night. <laughs> what? So that we was, had to watch. Dad was cock blocking. We had to watch some of the uh, All Star Skills Competition.
5: He says, "I'm not listening to you two pound each other all night. <laughs> I, I watch watching sl- movies."
2: <laughs> and then I slam dunked it. <laughs> so yeah, what the, uh, the th- there is a catch, however, two catches, but it's cool. I'm I'm gonna deal with it. We're both gonna deal with it. You know, when we were looking originally looking for a place, uh, whether it was an apartment or a house, the intention was to get a place closer to Mary's work, so she wouldn't have to commute as long sure <clears throat> this house is actually we have to drive past my parents house on our our way out to work from this house
3: yeah so it's a little yeah, where, where, where is this
2: it, it's uh if you're heading down shirley shores to get to challenger you just keep going and it's way the fuck back in there it's uh the deer island country club So, it's all uh, paved roads, so that's an improvement, but it's still a little further away than we are now. But not by much, by about 10 minutes. And then the other catch, which is a bummer, is it's still going to be the same cable company. (laughs) Still the same internet speed.
5: But... Uh, Still shit internet, huh?
2: But it's got a jacuzzi, you guys. Look at that tub. We're going to do so much cocaine.
5: (laughs) That's so cute you can wash your feet in it <laughs> that doesn't even look like like a normal person can fit in it oh I don't no know no, if no it's just an optical it, illusion it's
2: just a picture it, it's definitely fittable
5: okay' Cause maybe maybe the picture is just scrunched because that doesn't look like adult what the, material
2: what you're failing to realize is how huge that bathroom actually is. So it's, mm. it's just the scale. <laughs> it's all fucked up. Yeah, le- like, look at it. It's, that tub is almost as long as that window is, and that's a huge picture window in the front of the house.
3: Well, that's awesome. Congratulations. Well, there.
2: thank you. Thank so you, you can you. take a deal.
5: You can answer your mailman by a <laughs> naked
3: at the window?
2: No, I don't think that window opens. It's at least frosted.
3: Frosted for her so What's pleasure. going on? Jose, tell us a story. Did you got a house?
5: Although you got uh, like nine houses the
3: past few months. So
5: we put a motherfucking new bed together today.
6: Oh, Ooh, shit.
5: nice. The lady got herself a sleep number. <laughs> oh, nice. Which I was, I used. <laughs> <laughs> Which before I I was, the I, I used what was yeah, the number? I almost. I almost missed a... Well, right now I'm thinking about a 35, but the 35 seems a little stiff. Unless it's not 35, I may have to be dropping down. I like a comfy, squishy bed. She mm-hmm. she
3: needs it hard and firm. See, that's why that's why it's perfect. Yeah.
5: So she's on her side of the bed, and I told her to stay the fuck off mine.
3: <laughs> Nicole says I like already hard and firm. That's my girl. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. We did that.
5: Uh, um, Jose got half of that already... check I got today.
7: Huh?
2: <laughs> the what? Jose got half of that check I got today, so
5: Oh yeah, that was that was pretty cool. <laughs> he got a check, I got a check. The but but the best part is I didn't have to rush to the back for it. <laughs> I can just leisurely stroll in tomorrow. <laughs> and say, I would like to take out fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> That's
2: not 50, true.
3: Of your finest
2: dollars, we please. Do, we do not have fifty thousand dollars population. <laughs>
5: <laughs> but I'm gonna try. Call it a loan, which I will gladly pay you on Tuesday. <laughs> so, uh, got to bed, put that together, slipped in it for a little bit. Almost missed the podcast because I was in deep slumber. So it works. Um, yes, yeah, so far so good. Uh, I'll tell you in the morning. Because <laughs> when we went to buy it, they did like this cool uh, predator test where you you lay down on the bed and they try to find your number and they oh, right. yeah, showed yeah, yeah. like the the pressure points and as they drop the number in and out, you saw where the pressure and, and your points were, so you can kind of. You know, my back hurts, so let's work on what makes her back feel the best. Right, right, She right, likes right. that. So, threw that together, got that all pumped up. She's excited. Um, You're going to have to get one, one of those already... for your
2: place. Huh? You're going to have to get one of those for your place.
5: Well, n- no. No, I'm, I'm just going to get like a... See, the plan we're having is... That's the main bed, and then whatever bed I get will be the guest room bed.
2: Oh! oh. Interesting. Nice. Talking about moving in together at some point?
5: At some point, possibly.
2: Well, congratulations oh, <laughs> that. Yeah.
5: That's awesome. Um, but, but we we had decided to not celebrate Valentine's on Valentine's. Like a uh, smart man because ain't no the, the man's not going to tell us when we can celebrate our love <laughs> fuck that uh and there was a she's really big in the sublime so there was a sublime um cover band coming the 6th of march so we decided you know fuck it we'll make 6th of march our valentines all right all right it's the pop anniversary it's, it's, it's kind of Oh, is it? Yeah. 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 Ain't that some shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and, you know, March is is going to be our our anniversary.
7: Wow. Kind of cool.
5: Ain't that some shit, guys? It's been a it while.
2: Yeah. This year has gone by pretty quick. Yeah, it's really yeah, no fast.
5: Shit. goes by a lot quicker with blowjays involved.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I would think it would go by slower. While you're enjoying it, no,
5: not nah, nah, not goes by slower because you just oh uh, because you're not getting you're it. You're thinking about. It. You're just like oh, another day without a blow <laughs> No,
1: <laughs> yeah.
5: Um, but so so for Valentine's we just kind of spent it with you know we kind of made it like a big family thing. Uh, we we went out to eat with her father and her sister and their family and. Um, we stopped and got, we, a new va- on Valentine's day tradition now is ice cream party, but we got the ice cream and then we bought like 15 different toppings for it and just sprawled it out and said, everyone go to the town. <laughs> so that is that, not that was a bad way to spend
3: cool. the day, sir. No, it's not.
5: Uh, we, we did that. We watched, uh, chef and Lucy.
6: How was chef? Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. I thought it was good too. I liked yeah.
3: it. Yeah. I know they dropped it on Netflix. I'm going to check it out. I really want, don't really want to see that one. It's a good story.
5: It, it, it's funny how, you know, like he knows nothing of Twitter, but his son, who's like 10, 11, 12, however old, is, you know, obviously a Twitter genius as the kids are today. They just get it more. And it, <laughs> it, it's not only what... what the fuck was that?
3: All right. Oh. That was not me.
2: I don't think that was me either.
3: I was not who that was.
2: Did
7: Hi.
2: someone call in?
3: Yes. Who we got on the phone? Heather. Hello? Heather?
7: Hi. Hello, yeah. Heather.
3: How are you? Good. What do you do? How are you this fine Tuesday? I'm doing well. Right. Good times. Good times. How was your Valentine's Day?
0: Uh, good. I had a luncheon tea party with my two daughters and their grandmother.
3: Sweet deal. Sweet deal. What can we help you with tonight? What's happening?
0: Uh, Dirk posted this uh, connection here, and so I thought you'd call in. Oh,
3: right on. <laughs> Dirk's not with us just yet. If you want to listen to the show, uh, go to the website. Go to chat.panelsonpage.com, and you can stream it from there. Okay. We would love to have you. And there's a chat open too, and
2: Dirk's in there right now. Dirk just arrived. Look at him go.
3: Like it's meant to be. Yeah no, there's a big play button at the top of the page and you can stream the whole show from there.
0: Okay.
3: Right on. Bye. (laughs) Well that was awesome. Good deal. (laughs) (laughs)
7: <laughs>
3: she was waiting very patiently. I called it, added in like a minute ago. <laughs> She's waiting very, very patiently. <laughs> Sweet deal. <laughs> Rad time. Let's well, it
2: looks see. like Dirk okay. is on Skype.
3: Well, let's see if he did. Let's let's, let's throw him on. Hill. Let's get this. Let's get this party started. Oh. There we go.
5: What Would you do? Also, one, you? one little, one little small thing. We're, Absolutely. Go ahead. We were uh, uh, shopping. And uh, chopping for toppings, you know Walmart has like those dollar candies. Yeah. Like yeah. Box, you know, like the movie theater yeah, type of course. boxes of candies. We're rummaging through because it just seems to be just the bullshit. Like, you know the candies that don't that wouldn't work good on the ice cream, like Skittles.
2: I would think you could do Skittles, Skittles on candy, on ice cream. Like I, a nice fruit well, ice cream. I,
5: I would do Skittles on like a a, a, a frozen yogurt or a sherbet, yeah. something more fruity and 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 fruity. Free? But ice cream, I'm looking for Reese's Pieces, M and M's, some uh, <laughs> some cookie dough, chocolate candy.
6: And Say what did we again? find? What are they called? What Reese's what
1: <laughs> Reese's Pieces? <laughs> Hey, man, listen, they're always Reese's Pieces. Don't let these guys bust your balls. <laughs> they're always Reese's Pieces. And the comic book is always Teeny Titans.
7: That's <laughs> goddamn
5: right. This <laughs> one, <laughs> f- find <laughs> What? Fuck yeah, this But instead of Reese's Pieces, what I find in this big well, what she found in this big tub of candy was a bottle of lube.
7: <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah.
5: Just candy, 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 cock
3: lube. That's <laughs> awesome. That is somebody who had a delightful experience. Like, you know what, I'm just, I'm a hang I don't need to see what happens. I'm gonna drop this bottle here and just walk away.
2: Uh, well, I'm gonna yes. bury it. I'm gonna bury the lube. Yeah, yeah I'm just yes. walk away.
3: I don't need to see what. I don't need to be here. I know. I know what's gonna happen.
2: Uh, that reminds me when somebody threw a swag, 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 swag shirt in our cart when we were at Walmart during C2E2. it was like,
3: whose fucking shirt is this? <laughs> was that at Walmart or was that on your guys' way here?
2: That was, a, that was at a Walmart in Chicago. Oh, that's awesome.
3: So what's going on,
1: Derek? How's it going, sir? Good, man. Sorry I had those audio problems for me. I had to reboot and all that
3: stuff. But Quite I'm here right. now, man. We just talked to Heather a minute ago. She sounded lovely.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I yeah, That's good. I mean, I not I couldn't hear anything. I I don't. I I hope nothing too terrible was said. Oh no, not she all. She right, said, "What yeah. up?" Dirk said, "I can just be on the show." Uh, hey, is is that a I problem?
3: Not at all. I think we're well, we trying to listen through the Valentine's. Skype connection. That's all. So well. through a little bit, a little bit of a wrench in there, but we directed to the right place. We should be good to go now. It's all good. Oh, right. Well, that works. That works. Yeah. So what's happening, sir? Oh living the dream i, I real. it's been
1: way 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 too long since i've actually been on with you guys that's what's going on it's
3: been a while yeah been a while
1: you know i i did, did the crazy touring at the end of last year and stuff like that the 24 shows in 18 weeks jesus survived, christ survived thrived and uh now i you know i took most of january off to launch to get to kickstarter ready and stuff like that and now uh now we're already talking c2e2 again if you can believe that it's crazy
5: yeah. Oh, we can. It's too close,
3: but we.
1: Eh. Oh, I'm. I I'm stoked, man. I'm super stoked about it. So
3: it, it is the realest of deals.
1: It is. I. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was. It's funny, even now, like looking back, at, like the end of last year. It's like one of those things where you don't realize how wrapped up you are in something when you're doing it, because you know, you know, I, when I did that, I, I did that tour, the the twenty four. Even saying it now, looking back, I'm like that. That's not right. Like no, that was right. It <laughs> shows in eighteen weeks, but um, yeah, you, you get when you do the time, you get so wrapped up and it's so crazy. And then looking back, and then it's like you know, I took pretty much all of January off uh, from the road. I did one show at the very end of January. I was over in Purdue University. Actually, had me at the uh, their first Comic Con as a guest.
3: Well, that's kind of neat.
1: Yeah, it was uh, yeah yeah. How do you how do you say no to that? You know, it's it like cool. I want to take a legitimate month off, and then like I get invited to a show Purdue University, and I'm like, wow. That yeah, I kind of like, kind of like perked up a little. Like, that's pretty swanky. Wow. You know? He said, Oh, yeah. You oh, know, so was that put it, on
3: by like the like the student union and stuff like that? Like, yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. neat, man. That's pretty cool. It, it was
1: cool. And then I'm like, Oh, yeah. When is it? Like, January 31st. My birthday was the 30th. And it was my big birthday. I turned 21. I was really excited.
3: Oh, nice. There you go. Oh. No more Shirley Temples, right? Well, let's not get carried away.
1: <laughs> You've only seen beauty. You don't want to see the beast. That's true. So, um, but I was like, Oh, it's like my birthday weekend, but, but it was cool, man. I, um, I've done a couple of university shows now, where the student, student unions and stuff like that put them on, and I'm always I'm always really impressed. Man, the kids are all right, as they say. The kids are all Let right. Let me know when
5: you play uh, Oxford.
1: I'll I'll be there. <laughs> 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 well, My depends. Uh, them them and Harvard are in a big bidding war for, for DMFM right now. So, <laughs> so
3: so yeah. So you launched the uh, the Kickstarter for the mystery uh, Carmigan hardcover, and yeah. what funded it in about what seventeen minutes. Uh, pretty close. No, I mean, <laughs> ridiculously fast, man. Yeah.
1: We, um, we had a, a, a funding uh, goal of $6,666, which is appropriate, you know, sure. considering the circumstances and the project. And uh, we got funded in under eight hours, That's which crazy. it blew my mind, man. I mean, you know, I, you know, I did the, I did all the touring last year. I did 37 shows last year. So I was on the road, like when you average it out more than every other weekend. Sure. Um, you know, I do a lot of pimping online stuff like that and just talk to people and try to promote my work and stuff. I legitimately, I I knew we would get funded. I'm like, you know, I I, I'm feeling it. This is a great, a great book, a great project. We have some really cool stretch goals, things like that. I, I was feeling it. I'm like, okay, I know we'll get funded. I had, I, 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 had no, no idea that we would get funded in eight hours. I mean that just blew my mind,
6: Dirk. For can some of the of people who LaVar- don't know, what are what are some of the uh, the incentives for uh, supporting the book?
1: Oh my gosh, wait, wait, I'll put I'll put a link in the chat real quick. No, um, all kinds of cool stuff. You know, um, I think the biggest the the the, the base kind of thing that you can get is a limited edition. Hardcover of the actual book of Tales of Mystery, Carmageddon, which is the sequel to Tales of Mystery, Procreation, the could Read the Last Year. But, you know, like everything I do that's creator owned, this is a totally standalone book, too. I mean, you could pick this up, read it, enjoy it. said the Moose's art is just amazing. Um, but the big thing is the limited edition hardcover. Uh, I did this last year with uh, the first book. You can get a hardcover of Tales of Mystery, but you can only get it through Kickstarter for 30 days. That's it. After that, it's done. We're not making this version of the book anymore. That's it. So um, I think Lee, you have one, maybe. I don't want to yeah. put you on the spot. Yeah, right? I, thought so. I thought I thought I don't want to, like, I think Lee has one. I don't want to like, oh, you know, call you out. But yeah, like, like you have one. You know, it had an alternate cover by Riley Rossmo and stuff like that. Really cool. So we're doing the same thing with this one. Um, Eric Powell of the Goon. Did the well? So these other things I can't believe I'm saying. Eric Powell of the Goon did the cover <laughs> of the book I
3: wrote. <laughs> you know, but um, hardcover is like thirty bucks, I think. Yeah, thirty bucks. I yeah. that mean, that's it, yeah, thirty bucks yeah. for the
1: hardcover, and we we broke our first four stretch goals in thirteen days. We actually hit thirteen thousand dollars in funding in thirteen days. So with the hardcover, you get a Tales Mystery button, uh, a book plate inside the book signed by me and then signed and head sketched by said the moose. You get a big giant mystery and Cthulhu full color art print. And you get a bonus comic, uh, a Tales of mystery comic that's never been published before, a short story, written by me and drawn by Josh Ross, who did volume one. That's all point. for all for thirty bucks. That's awesome. Yeah. And we're like I, I think we're like less than two hundred dollars away or like two hundred dollars away from our next stretch goal, Howie um, how we know of Terra of uh, Terra Normal he uh, is doing a art print with Terra Normal and Mystery so if we hit 14,000 you get that for free
6: yeah you're then currently we, at 13,866
1: there you go so if a couple of people listening tonight pledge everyone will also get the Terra Normal Mystery art print
3: yeah and i have not thrown in for the uh, second one yet so i will probably i'll be doing that and uh there you go That'll get you right just, on little man. Little yeah closer. you there
1: you you could be the one to push us over there you the go place, there you go you know? um but yes yeah, so like i mean it's nuts i mean you're get and like most of the stuff i'm talking about all the bonuses that are only going to come with kickstarter as well that's it like the art prints and stuff like that that's a kickstarter only thing so i really just wanted to i was talking to a buddy of mine about kickstarter and stuff and in the first campaign went okay i mean it was you know when you do something for the first time like that you kind of kind of figure out what you want to do and uh I really thought about it after I did it. I'm like, what would be nice? And a buddy of mine said, you know what the best thing about Kickstarter is? I'm like, what's that? He goes, just getting a box full of stuff. <laughs> and I'm like, right on, man. You know. So, I mean, literally, the last update I sent out was like, we're going to need a bigger box. Because people are going to be getting so much stuff at this point. If we hit the 15,000, um, there's going to be a print of Mystery and Mercy Sparks. That Matt Mirhoff did—that's amazing. It's uh, Mercy Sparks in bed with Cthulhu, and Mystery walks in on him. Oh, it's like a cheesecake. It's not like a—it's gr- not gross. It's just—it's r- just funny.
3: It's a little gross by its nature. <laughs> well,
1: it is gross by its nature, but she's like what, and Cthulhu's like, uh oh, and Mystery's like, <laughs> so So, um, and it's all like done in like black and white noir, like grayscale. And then if we hit the sixteen thousand six hundred sixty-six, we're going to do a um, another bonus comic. And then if we hit twenty thousand, which I mean we have two weeks left in the campaign, so I, who knows? We're going to make all the covers to the glow in the, to the hard covers glow in the dark. That's cool. Yeah. So, but there's all kinds of cool pledges and stuff people can get. You know, I mean the hard thirty bucks, you get all that bonus stuff. Uh, we got a package. You can get the uh, uh, an exclusive glow in the dark tales mystery shirt um, as well. You can get a cameo in the book. You can get killed in the
6: book. You can, you can get have the, dinner with Dirk.
1: Dinner with Dirk. Yeah. One one person bought that as an add on. So it looks a little lonely, like no one did it yet. <laughs> but uh no, one person actually bought it as an add on that you can like actually have dinner and stuff and like like I'll buy dinner. Like if someone just go hang out and get a bunch of you know, probably me and a bunch of other comic creators, well I'll just go have dinner and I'll buy you dinner and just talk comics and hang out and you know, so why not? You know. That was kind of put in there half as a joke, but you know, but it's one of those things too where you guys know, especially when you work in a show, you don't get a chance to be social. You know, if I'm in a show, I'm working. And, you know, uh, after the show, you know, come hang out with you. like can see you hang out with you guys for a bit. Then I go talk to editors, go talk to people, stuff like that. I got to go make the magic happen. Got to get Eric Powell to agree to do a cover to, my, to the book. Oh, yeah. yeah, you know. So it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, come on, come on, man. You know, if you want to chip in for that, you get all the free stuff and then come and have dinner and hang out and get to look behind the curtain.
3: It's cool though. It's neat. Yeah. So it
1: it's fun. It's 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 been it's it's just wild, man. I just, you know, even if a year ago we were talking, you would have said, Dirk, check it out, man. I was in a time traveling DeLorean and uh, what's <laughs> gonna end up happening is uh, your book in a year is gonna be, you know, you're gonna get, you know, funded in in, in seven hours or eight hours. I'd be like, shut up
3: <laughs> Um I mean, this it, it's, is. It's some, it's kind of, I kind of wanted to, you know, talk a little bit about this and the, the process in general. Like, you know, you've been around yeah. a little bit. You know, you've been making comics for a while. You know, doing the the creator own thing, the grind and the hustling, doing your hustle, hustle loyalty, respect, comic style, all that shit. Uh, right. How I mean, how different is it now with something like Kickstarter? And, and again, like you know, you've got some name recognition behind you. You're, you're not like starting off fresh out the boat or anything like that. Right, but like right. you know, how different is it now versus just. The, you know, just hell, what well, not even the old days, just a couple years ago, just how's something to get this done without the advent of a Kickstarter?
1: Yeah, you know, um, like I said, I, I did the first Tales of Mystery campaign, and I guess to answer your question, let me, back up, let me back up a little bit here. When I was deciding what to do with Tales of Mystery, because I originally did Tales of Mystery as an online comic, you know, um, and, and again, my model for Nightmare World for this, give it away for free, and if you like it, buy it in print, and we'll keep going in print from there. And... I wanted to get into this, the Kickstarter thing, but a big thing for me was because I've had books come out through Image and things like that, and I've built up some direct market support. Meaning, there's been people at co- you know comic stores order my books. Sure, I, I really didn't want to cut out the direct market. And when you think about it, for someone in my position, this gets real tricky because I've had you know three books of my own. No, no, four books of my own come out through Image. Um, you know, I've done some other short stories for like, I've, I've done work for Big Dog Inc. I've done some other, you know, short story stuff for Image Comics, things like that. Kickstarter is really good because it takes your product directly to the fans, directly to the readers, you know? Um, but then now you not- can take and you can turn this around and you can put it in previews though, right? Oh, sure. Sure. Yeah. You could. But then, but, pre- but here's the thing with previews, they'll say, why would we carry your book if you've already pre-sold it to everyone that really, really wants it? Sure. All right. All right. All right. See what I'm saying? Sure. So you get in this real, you know, the sticky wicket, you know, as my old junior high math teacher used to say, you get really sticky wicket here because now here's a chance where I can do stuff like in this campaign, the first two pledges that sold and they both sold within 10 seconds of the campaign starting were the two most expensive ones where you could be a main character in an issue of volume three. Poof, poof, gone, gone. And they were a thousand bucks each. Now you get, you're the main character in a 22-page story, you get a piece of original art from the issue, you get everything that comes with the whole freaking campaign. Right. So it's a really I mean it's a cool deal, you know. I mean, you know, you're like immortalized, you know. It's a, it's a it's a real cool thing. If I'm just to put my book out through previews, I can't do stuff like that. Sure. But at the same time, I don't want to screw the comic stores either. And then cut them out of the equation. They're gonna say, "Well, we're not gonna order your book, Dirk, because you turn around, you sell it on Kickstarter, you raised fourteen grand or whatever, which we'll get into that whole thing in a second. The big misnomer on that. Um, so we're not even gonna carry your book. So I was stuck for years because I really believe in the power of crowdfunding, and it's just a, I, it's just a cool way to do it. You know, if I just sell my book through preview, I can't give everyone a button and an art print and a bonus comic and all this book plate. You just can't. And I've and don't I've experimented with this stuff. I've tried going through places like um, Discount Comic Book Service. Great, great service. And I've done stuff like if you order through these guys, you'll get like a book plate or you'll get this. And you sell some, but not you know, it, it helps, but it's nothing like having your book out to the brick and mortars. So, in the longest answer to your question ever, <laughs> I um I, I wanted to do something where I could go to Kickstarter, like you said take it right to the people, be the people's champion, give like the real like the people that really know me and are invested in my work. Um, a bunch of cool stuff, but not cut out the direct market. And that's where I had the idea of like, well, what if I offered a limited edition version of the book, you know, kind of the high-end prestige version, you right. know, like you have like the hardcover, you know, right. or like we're offering in this one a hardcover. Do that, but then offer the trade paperback, the ma- what what used to be called back in the day the mass market edition. And still offer a mass market edition through through brick and mortar stores. And uh, I knew that was kind of the way I wanted to go. And I needed to find a publisher that would kind of be on board with that. And I ended up talking to Josh Blaylock at Devil's Due, and he goes, "Yeah, he goes, I, I'm totally into that idea." So there we had it, and there it launched, and there it went. Um, first campaign went okay. You know, um, I, I definitely had some people in the first campaign that really said, "We believe in you, Dirk. We believe in this product." We're going to give way more than we should and ask for way less than we should get to make this happen and i, I was very grateful for that and i remain grateful for that it, it was truly they kick-started my chance to do this stuff now you learn from that and you learn what to do so then when i launched the second campaign i talked to josh and, and josh and i went you know when i say it went round not in a bad way but we really debated this a lot because one of the biggest misconceptions people get as they look at this campaign and they look at that page right now. It's up to $13,866. People think, oh, my God, Dirk's sitting on $13,000. No, I'm not. That's what it costs to print the books. <laughs> <You know? laughs> really? I mean, you look at all the stuff that I'm giving away. I'm not making that money back. I might make a little bit of profit off of this. And when I say little, I mean, I. I mean, if I, you know, by the time all said and done – if I make like a 1000 bucks, amen man. I I'll, I'll be I'll be over the moon if I walk away with a $1000 profit on this out of 14,000. If we get no more pledges at 14, if I make a 1000 bucks profit, like that I get to walk away with it, and all I'm going to do is pay artists to make more stuff anyway, you know. Right. <laughs> but but people forget that this is your kickstarting it. It's what you're doing is I'm paying to get these hardcovers printed. I'm yeah, paying. Like to the the, day, the, heart-
3: better, the the higher that number crawls, the more stuff you have to make.
1: Exactly, and you got to find the balance too. And I'll tell you, that's where working with uh, Josh blaylock has been really a blessing. Because, and you know, and I've said this very publicly, you know, Devils yeah. do a number of years ago was riding really high, and they crashed really hard. But the good thing is, they they learned a lot. You know, they, you know, they, they learned kind of how this game works. And I was able to really talk with Josh and we're talking about what do these numbers mean? Okay. How much can I get an art print made for? How much more do I have to raise? You know, if we raise another thousand dollars, but then I have to print another 200 art prints and the art prints are, you know, a buck 50 each. Okay, now what do I have left? Then Kickstarter gets their piece of it. And then Amazon or whatever, they get their piece of it. And then you got to ship it out. So you I got to take that into it. So really, um, it's been weird because a lot of people have thought I've gotten rich all of a sudden. And it's like, no, I'm not. No, I mean, this just means basically you're just buying a bunch of stuff and getting a bunch of really cool stuff. And, and you know, it, it's nice because usually when you, when you make a comic... Like if I if I print a book through uh, if I publish a book through Image or something like that, um, you immediately go in the hole. Okay. Uh, but this
3: way you're actually you know getting you have basically your funds up front. Up front. Yeah. Right. Nice. You're
1: kickstarting it. You know, so you're you're good to go because you, know, you know you know like Nightmare World. You print Nightmare World. They print uh, five thousand copies of the book or whatever. If the book's cost, I don't know, four dollars each. And you print 5,000 of them, do the math. You're not, <laughs> congratulations, you're published by Image, you're $20,000 in debt. Now, how right. many of those books did you, <laughs> right. you know, Now, <laughs> how many of those books pre sell? You know, and then hopefully you sell enough at $15 a pop, minus the 60% off the cover that Diamond takes. So now you're down to, you're making what, if, uh, $7, $8 a book, top, maybe something like that profit, if that. Okay, so then how many times do you have to sell a book for $6 to get it to 20000 to break even?
3: Yeah, a lot of juggling. So, a lot, so, yeah, sorry. So now, <laughs> so, so now you've so done the, the two of these now, like, you know, does it sort of, is it easy, you know, now that you've been on the other side of it, like, is it easy to see how every once in a while you get one of those Kickstarter horror stories, this guy raises like $600,000 and he doesn't know what the fuck to do with it and it just all goes to crap?
1: Yeah, you know, you got to be careful, you know, the... There, There's studies a lot of time that talk about, this isn't quite an exact parallel, but uh, the the very, very high amount of people that win the lottery and go bankrupt within a year. Right. You know? Um, yeah, you see these Kickstarters that people, you know, the potato salad guy who raises, you know, over a million dollars or whatever, you know, it's like, what do I do with all this money? Um, I'm not to that point. <laughs> <laughs> You know, that's, that's, um, he
3: need a product everybody loves, like potato salad. Yeah. You mean not a book about a, uh, a
1: magician protecting five children during the end of the world and taking them to a crazy pedophile's house?
3: Not that. Hey, look, book. it sounds good, but it's no <laughs> potato salad. That's, all I'm yeah.
1: <laughs> I can't take this to a picnic.
3: I mean, I'm uh, in, but, you know, it's no potato salad.
1: I saw
2: yeah. a video of that potato salad party.
3: It
1: looked
2: kind of lame. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It'll be nothing like the Tales of Mystery party, I'll tell you that. There
2: were
6: like nine uh, people there. Yeah,
1: well, you know.
2: How that's... was the potato
6: side? I don't know. Yeah. That's Man. the big question. If you go to a potato side party and the potato side of the shit, then you have a problem.
7: <laughs> right. Well,
6: and the after, thing he, is... after he raised a million bucks for it, too.
1: Yeah. And the thing is, I mean, that was obviously such a joke thing. And what, what cracked me up, so many people in the <laughs> comics world got so butthurt about this guy. You know, oh my God, he he's, he's killing Kickstarter for all of us. This, this a-hole, blah, blah, blah. Like, it's funny. I just want to, I wish I knew who the guy was that said, yeah, what the hell? Let him kickstart his potato salad for $5. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> who, who pulled the trigger on that and said, let him do it. You know, someone was like, hi that day or something like, ah, whatever, you know. Uh, but it's just it's just funny, and it doesn't make a mockery of the system because I mean, there's been plenty of other successful Kickstarters since then. but yeah, like, like you were saying though, I mean you get these people that raise you know six hundred thousand dollars or a million dollars or whatever. Um, hey, good on', them. you know <laughs> I'm, I'm all good. that's great. I don't know if I'll ever be there. You know, I see guys like uh, people I know, like Ben Temple Smith, just launched his uh, Dagon Kickstarter, and he's raised a crap ton of money. But again, the first thing he did, he considerably upped the page count on the book. You know, so it kind of, if you do this right, you really treat the people that are supporting you right. You don't do this to get rich, and then you end up just really getting people a lot of really cool stuff.
3: That's all very rad. Right, man, I'm very happy for you. Very fucking rad, dude! Congratulations! I I
1: appreciate it, man. Thank you. It's like I said. It's just nice to be in a spot where I won't be immediately in crippling debt out there having to bust my ass just to break even. Yeah. You know, I mean, that's that's what Kickstarter is all about. You know, if you believe in the book, and then and then I can give people such cool stuff. Legitimately, that's what I'm most excited about. People like I can get you a cool limited edition hardcover of the book and an art print and a comic. And I mean. That's what makes me happy, you know, because I'm like, a, I'm, a, I'm a fan first, you know, and and to be able to look back and, you know, maybe three, four five years from now. And there's a, a mystery movie made with that guy that plays the sheriff in Sons of Anarchy. Every time I see him on TV, I'm like, there's mystery. There he is right there. I got to get this option quick because he's oh, the guy.
7: Shit, yeah. Oh, yeah.
6: Man. Wait, oh, which guy. Man. What's that? Which guy from Sons of Anarchy?
1: The the, the sheriff, Eli Roosevelt. Uh, yeah. Oh, OK.
6: Uh, I Rod- can go do
1: that. Oh, that that's him that's That's him yeah that's mr you don't know mystery looks like in real life it's that guy and i'm not done watching sons of anarchy yet so no spoilers you know but oh that's that's that's
7: that's the guy man
1: but that's that's him i mean that i the first time i saw him on the screen i'm like oh my god it's like i feel like i stole i stole his I stole his, his face and i stole everything you know but um It'd be cool to be able to look back, you know, if something like that happens. And you know, I've had stuff optioned before, and usually, as the case with most of these things, it goes nowhere, you know. Uh, maybe you get a little money or something, and then whatever, you know. But um, to be able to look back and say, yeah, man, I was able to give people, you know, a real cool hardcover version of the book. And looking back, and people are like, oh man, tales of mystery, this book's so rad. And be able to go, yeah, check this out, man. check this out this is when dirk was doing his first kickstarter in 2013 and you know i was i was there you know i was i was down you know and check this out i'm in the book getting
3: squeezed to death by this giant tentacle you know and that fucking guy that guy pop so if if for whatever reason folks you know hey maybe i don't have any scratch right now maybe i just can't throw down for the kickstarter will you have copies of said book or maybe the first volume of mystery uh, Procreation of the Wicked at C2B2 in Chicago, McCormick Place next month,
1: or in April. Oh my gosh, that, that's coming up quick, isn't it? It really um, is. Oh, yeah, I will. Um, we should have the trade paperback by then. And the big thing, again, I want to remind people is, if you want the hardcover, you have 14 days from when I'm talking to you right now to get it. Uh, the Kickstarter campaign ends on March 4th, which is a Wednesday, at 11.59am. So at noon, it closes up, we print the order, and that's it. We will have copies of Volume One of the trade paperback by C2E2. We should have our copies of Volume Two of the trade paperback. Yeah, one of
3: the uh, one of the um, levels on the, this one like gives you the paperback for both volumes. So it's a good spot to jump onto. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh man, I mean, really, I, I hate saying this because it sounds like I'm being a shill. There's such cool freaking levels on this. <laughs> you know, like what's the one? Um, yeah, I mean, you can get the hardcover for thirty bucks. You can get the half and half for forty, which means you get the soft cover, the trade paperback of Volume One because there's no more hardcovers, because we only did them for the Kickstarter. But then you get the hardcover volume two, or you get the t-shirt combo, the t-shirt and the the hardcover 45. I'll tell you the one I really, really like, truly. For 75 bucks to give me everything, you get the hardcover, the t-shirt, all the single issues, the two Mercy Sparks crossover issues for 75 bucks, plus you get the four... And probably in the next day or two, at least five stretch goal rewards. So you get like 13 things for like 75 bucks. You know, you get like, it was like six, seven, eight books and all this stuff. Yeah, it's just nuts, man. So, But yeah, I will have stuff at C2E2. I will be at table hate
3: at C2E2 like always. <laughs> That's awesome.
1: Yeah, and hopefully we'll be now. Now what? Now have you guys made your C2E2 plans yet? Are you guys? Ro- I'm I'm a couple episodes behind. I apologize, but are, are we? Uh, are you guys rocking out? You doing something C2E2 this year? We'll be or?
3: there. Well, we'll be there. Our uh, our uh, panel was unceremoniously denied. Denied. Kind of denied. Four <laughs> e's, nine i's. Denied. Kind of well,
1: proof that the the universe abhors a vacuum. Guess what?
0: Fucking chaos. <laughs> <laughs>
1: whoops go on guess
3: yeah you I, have I a have panel a pan- yeah oh that's my, right yes
1: yeah i got a panel c 2 again this year i haven't done a panel ct2 in a couple of years um by my by, but i'm doing a brand new right or wrong panel um brand new brand new totally new thing all about branding and, and things like that and kind of building your brand and stuff so uh so there you go so you guys need a break you know you Come hang out.
3: I gotta tell you, we um, we we didn't have the panel last year, and it was the first year in a while we didn't have a booth either last year. Right. And, uh, it was kind of nice. <laughs> I'm yeah. not gonna lie, it was kind of nice not being tethered down to it. It, it was it, we. I. But it was again, a really they, nice weekend. They, they, so they did get rid of the couches, it. so
2: that was kind of a bummer.
3: Yeah, except, I mean, I still, uh, I hosted like fucking four or five panels. I'm still busy all weekend long, but sure, man. It was kind of sure. nice not, uh, not having to not having to be tapered to the booth all weekend. So. Well, see, and that and that's the other thing that you know, like um, this year,
1: uh, Seth De Moose will be at the convention as well. Who did the who did the art for for Carmageddon? He'll actually be at the table next to me. Nice. And you guys know, because normally we table together. But so, I mean, you guys know. I mean, anytime you go by that t- by, go by my table, I'm there. I'm always rocking the hate. But you, you get it, and then you get a chance when you don't have to do that, and it's like, ah. <laughs> you know, it's but but yeah, you know, when you go to a show like that and you're working. I mean, you're working. I will be there Friday, Saturday, Sunday, eight hours a day, behind that table, unless I'm at the panel. And by the way, my panel is—let's uh, put this out there real quick. It's uh, Friday from 1:30 to 2:30. So go. at least I'm getting it out of the way early. That's nice. And um, but uh, yeah, that like I said, other than that, man, you're, you're like I said, you're, death, you're just tethered behind a table unless you go get an ice cream cone or something like that, and you're right back
3: to work. But if you guys do the game show or anything like that, let me know, and we'll. uh And a game show that that we we trying to we have not conceptualized another game show because like the they kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger to the point where the double dare game show was fucking bananas. (laughs) We (laughs) hit Tito with a pie, two pies. Yep. (laughs) I
1: I still have not forgotten that everyone else got goggles
3: during the cheese (laughs) chucking, but me. It was it was a phenomenal success to the point where like on the on the train ride back to the burb that Sunday night two people in the trains kept like looking back at me and they look back they look back and finally the, the guy goes, were you the guy doing the double dare? I'm like, Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. That was us. And they like flipped their shit, moved to come talk about the double dare. Like, I mean, it was a huge deal. Um, but you know, it was a logistical fucking nightmare. It was expensive. Like it was, it was not without its challenges.
1: Oh, I remember. I remember being back there when you guys were putting it together and yeah, I mean you put a ton of work into that, man.
3: Kelly blowing That's... balloons up. <laughs> <laughs> Almost passing out, poor Kelly. Kelly getting half a balloon blown up and going, guys, I was about to tell you, I have asthma, I can't do this. <laughs>
1: I remember, yeah. I, I had someone <laughs> watch my table for a bit. I come sauntering back there, and I had the top hat and stuff. You <laughs> like, think just
5: totally I fucking. bad.
7: That's
3: <laughs> Amazing. We so- should uh, kickstart Double Dare two for next year.
7: Here's <laughs> the other
3: thing: we probably could. Is the thing like I'm not? You know, I'm not saying we won't do another game, but uh, like I don't know, we got we gotta come correct do something equally equally impressive.
5: I'm still holding out for. Uh, one day we're gonna have a goddamn agrocrag, crag. <laughs> well, you know we are doing Pop Goes the
2: Fourth this year. Maybe we should agrocrag crag it at Pop Goes the Fourth. Maybe we could. What's we more could.
3: American than the
2: agrocrag
3: crag? Nothing.
2: Not a goddamn thing. So,
3: so American it went global.
1: I like it. Well, and and I would say too, as a as a as a friend, but also as a fan, you don't have to continue to outdo yourself every time because that that's what'll kill you. Just, just yeah, as a fan, someone that enjoys the game. If you go, guys, go up there and just do something fun. Even the one you did—the was the 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 ten thousand dollar pyramid. I did pyramid. Pyramid was a good time, man. That was, it was a fun.
3: Blast!
1: I mean that, and it was. I mean, to me, it seemed like it was a little less stressful. It wasn't as involved. Oh yeah. Like <laughs>
7: like,
1: I, oh, yeah. To me, I just had to go up there and, and tell the guy, "What have you do? No Doctor Who, no Doctor Who." <laughs> <laughs> you know, but. But, I mean, it wasn't. It didn't seem to be as many moving parts
3: as... Uh, as no, nowhere near. The most complicated part about that was the PowerPoint. <laughs> 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 Which, to be fair, was multi-leveled no, when he killed it. it,
1: it hey, hey, no, that was great. But but I certainly hope, as a fan, you guys do something. And if so, I would love to continue to, oh, yeah, to no, be involved. Oh, yeah, we we'll do just, something, for sure. Yeah, you know, just just let me know. You guys know to get a hold of me. Well, you know, and give me a break from rocking the hate to come out <laughs> and... Uh, I mean, your guys' relationship with Reed Pop's still good? I'm assuming.
3: Yeah, Nye's got the biggest check in the world today. Though. Oh yeah, oh boy, it's yeah. good. <laughs> <laughs> but that
2: still doesn't mean we get our fucking panels approved, right? Right.
3: <laughs> well, hey,
1: you know, like I said, I haven't had a, pan- I haven't done a solo panel C two E two in probably two three years. You know, I did one the first year, killed it. I think I did it in the second year. It what is this, the fourth or fifth C2E2? Fifth, Christ. Right. The
3: fifth, yeah. Fifth yep. is
1: the fifth, yeah. So I did the first two, and then two years after that, I didn't get to do one. But in their defense, too, I, I do think they make a conscious effort to not have people do a panel every year, time after time, to kind of keep it fresh. Because the amount it, – it's the same with Artist Alley. The amount of applications they get versus the amount of space they have is, is insane you know i don't want to I, I i don't know if i'm i'm in a place where i can talk out of school about it but i but i actually found out some of the numbers you know someone was telling me this stuff and uh wow man i mean it's it, you know it's i don't want to say it's like hitting the lottery but there's a lot of there's a lot, lot
7: going
3: of, on for sure a lot going on a lot going on so we'll do a triumph return next year with some crazy ridiculous game i'm sure it'd be fun times that would
2: be great. Yeah, maybe maybe that's the problem. Last year, we didn't submit a game. This year, we didn't submit a game. We're trying to make it easy on ourselves. And they're like,
3: yeah. bring <laughs> us more like, fucking fuck games, jerks. <laughs> yeah, come with we'll a correct with the game because the games put asses in seats. <laughs> well, would you guys be allowed to still do a game or you're just off the well, tape? I mean, the schedule's
1: full at this point.
3: Yeah, that's. Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah, but di-
5: they got rid of the stage we did it on, though, didn't they, last year? That stage did not exist, or am I wrong? Married
2: stage?
1: That?
5: Yeah.
2: yeah, yeah. They didn't. Was... They didn't. I don't think they had a variant stage last year. No, they didn't, they had right, that, because, and, Yeah, it was. That's, they had that Twitch
5: stage.
1: Right. Yeah. Right.
3: Right. 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 Maybe. Maybe that's the thing. So, maybe they need a sweet hey, fucking game show to bring it back on the variant stage. Yeah. No.
5: Fuck it. We need to do it on Twitch
3: on the Twitch stage and have them live stream that motherfucker. Nubbin says win, lose or draw. Projector and dry erase done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that could be a blast. That could be fun. So there you go. I'm so down we're gonna cut you loose there. We got lots to talk about I got toy fair stuff all that all that nonsense but uh, we will right. see you at c 2 at table h8 sir all weekend long all weekend C2E2 and again, yeah, there's
1: 14 days left on the Kickstarter uh, I certainly if you know anyone in the population wants to back it, you know, you guys are I, the last year's been nuts, but you know, I I say this with all sincerity You guys are like family to me and anyone that wants to to throw in man you will get a box of stuff from me if you pledge at the card cover or higher level. So We'll
3: include a link uh, to all that in the show notes uh, when the episode goes live.
1: Holler, holler, and uh, hopefully I'll get to talk to you guys all before c 2 2 If not, exit H8, come by, and uh, if I'm not on by C2E2, I will definitely see you then. What episode awesome. is
2: this? Episode 91?
1: 91, yeah.
2: So let's see here. Nine episodes to hundred. Yeah, so we might have to have some sort of big hundred episode extravaganza. We might need a, a Dirk Manning guest spot.
5: Uh, We've th- been
1: like Saturday Night Live for years. Everything year for was correct about that statement, except for the might. <laughs> <laughs> let's Every, talk.
5: Let's, let's, let's do your favorite joke from us
1: plan. You hey, you, you. Let's. We'll talk. You know, shoot me an email or whatever, and let's plan on something for episode one hundred. It's right done, on, man. Great. Well, thank you guys. I appreciate it. I'm going to dive back into this and uh, feverishly watch the Kickstarter some more.
3: <laughs> All right.
1: <laughs> I'll see you guys later. Thanks, hey, guys.
5: record yes, your uh, your Levar Burton moment.
1: <laughs> I don't have a Levar Burton moment, but I do have a. Um, oh, um, Battlestar Galactica. Uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Michael James Michael Almost. Okay. Michael- Edward James Almost. Edward, James- Edward. James Almost. Yeah, James- yes edward james almost i it, I was reaching for it sorry i do have a story about him that's kind of creepy if you want to hear it
5: hey he follows me on twitter go <laughs>
1: <laughs> does he yeah
2: that's ridiculous all right let's hear all,
5: it
1: i'll say is that doesn't surprise me and i'll leave it at that nice right yeah on. i uh yeah it uh
2: oh he's a gay man is what you're saying
1: I'm not saying he's gay or not gay. It doesn't matter to me if he is or he isn't. But Confirmed. Game? Confirmed. Panels when... on
2: Pages podcast. Dirk Manning confirms. And <laughs> yes almost.
1: Captain Aldama. <laughs> gay. No. Um. It was weird. I this was at. Uh, I, it wasn't at C2E2. It was the last. I think it was the last Wizard World Chicago I did. But I was with Shadowline. And Edward James Olmos was kind of like over I'm motioning with my hand. So just so you guys can follow. <laughs> he was right over there.
3: Right. Right. Uh, yeah. You see what I'm doing? He's right over there. Yeah. Over there. Got it.
1: And um, the editor uh, at Shadowland at the time was like, Dirk, you know, almost keeps looking at you. And I noticed that he kind of kept looking over a lot. And I thought I was kind of like, yeah, whatever, you know, because at that point, I haven't even watched Battlestar Galactica yet. I was so behind the times on TV and stuff. And he's like, he keeps looking at you. I said that guy over there I go, Yeah. I said, I kinda noticed that too. And he goes, No, like he's like looking at you. Do you like know him or something? I'm like, no, I, I know he was like in Miami Vice or something.
3: She goes, No, he's a Battlestar Galactica, blah 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 blah, <laughs> you advice.
1: know. Like uh, he was in something, you know. And she goes, You should go talk to him. And I'm like, We try to pimp me out because she like loved the guy. And I'm like, what the hell? But um so I, I ended up going over and talking to him for a minute, and he was really, really cool, you know, it was real nice. Uh, but yeah, he just was eyeballing, I want to say stink eyeing me the whole time, the whole weekend, but I don't know, maybe like my suit or my button or something. I don't know, but it was just kind of odd. Yeah,
7: that's now odd. Kane
1: hotter. He stink eyed me for a whole convention one time, <laughs> that guy. Oh, that might just be his face though. Well, see it, that's possible because he is a mean mugger. He's a guy that always looks p- pissed off. But years and years ago, I went to Mid-Ohio. Uh, it was no. Yeah, it was the last time. No, it was one Mid-Ohio. It was still Mid-Ohio. It was at a hotel. And I was broke as a joke. I was younger. I had no money. But I actually saved my money, and I bought the Friday the 13th movie DVD box set. And I was so excited because Kane Hodder is going to be at the show, and I can, I can have Kane Hodder, my favorite Jason Voorhees. Everyone, anyone who has any taste, it's their favorite Jason Voorhees. Sign it. So I go up to the table. I'm looking at all this stuff. He's like, "You gonna buy something?" I'm like, uh, "Well, I said actually, I, you know, I, I bought the DVD set of all your the movies." And I understand he doesn't get a cut off of that. And right. looking back now, you know, I mean, I can I can see where he was kind of pissed off. But I said, "Well, well, I really don't want an eight by ten of you." You know, I said, "But I, I you know, I, I bought the movies. I was hoping maybe you would sign these if I could get a picture with you." And he's like. <sighs> Takes his marker out, signs it. He goes, walks around the table. And have you ever seen Kane Hodder or what he does in his pictures? Does the choke out? He does the choke out, right? Motherfucker grabs my neck
3: and starts squeezing.
1: Okay, now were you
3: expecting this? Are you familiar with?
1: I had no, I had no clue, and I just knew he was kind of bent out of shape. I wouldn't buy one of his eight by tens for twenty bucks or whatever it was. When I say he squeezed my neck, literally, like, I thought I was going to have to strike him. I mean, squeezed it, like, like, trying to pop the head off a dandelion. I was in pictures, that,
3: like, people's faces turning blood red and shit. Like, he yeah,
0: goes
1: for it. Yeah, he does. And, like, the person t- t- my boy took the picture, like, man, that was really convincing. And I'm like, you don't understand what just happened. <laughs> you know, I mean, he was choking me out. I mean, he was choking my ass out because I wouldn't i was convinced this guy wouldn't buy his picture so then what ends up happening is a year later or a couple actually a couple of years later i'm in a show kind of across from him kind of and he just was mean mugging me the whole time and i'm like he can't possibly remember me as that kid uh. <laughs> from years ago that wouldn't buy one of his eight by tens
7: <laughs> you know
1: <laughs> but but i'm like the hell's going on? Why does he keep giving me the stink eye? You know, and at one point, like, I walked by the booth. I just walked by his table. I got it walked on from it. And he actually did the the head follow on me the whole time. You know, like, you know, I'm like, what the fuck, man? So, uh, I don't know. Apparently, I don't know. Maybe he's jealous of my perfect hair. I don't know what it is. (laughs) So, I've got Captain Aldama was kind of all over it. And then Kane Hodder wants to kill me.
2: That's weird, man. Probably because Kane Hodder and Edward James Olmos are boyfriends. Pop exclusive.
1: You heard it here first.
3: (laughs) Confirmed. Confirmed on pop. Confirmed. (laughs) Hashtag confirmed fools. Yeah, this guy. (laughs) But uh,
1: yeah, and then you know we all know the Elvira story, but I'm not going to get into that and start crying.
3: Elvira story breaks my heart.
1: I just thought about that again the other day because someone posted a bunch of pictures online of like '70s Elvira. She did like some naked photo shoot or something, and I'm like, I don't want to click this because I don't want to know. No, no, no you don't. No, I just. Mm-mm. And if I if and if I could do it a million times over, it would have happened the same way every time, and that's the worst part of the whole
3: story. Damn it! You're a damn good man. You're a good man, dirty dirt man. <laughs>
1: Dirty jerk dirt, man, dirty frickin' you're all right. <laughs> but uh, so there you go. So in conclusion, uh, almost wanted me, Elvira wanted me, and Kane Hodder wanted to kill me. So that's like the weird, the weirdest, like you know, like yeah, you know, you know, Was it uh, Mary fuck kill? That's like yeah. the weirdest combination. Yeah. Could ever
3: do. That's
5: ridiculous. God. So are you marrying Elvira or Edward James almost?
1: I don't know. What? <laughs> you don't know?
7: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> it was worth it for that alone. On that note, I'll see you guys at C two. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, why can't I marry Kane Otter? Why not? Then have
3: him kill the other one for I don't me. I
1: think you wanna though. No, that wouldn't that wouldn't end well. That wouldn't end
3: well. I'm not I'm not into that. No, I feel pretty confident that you don't want to do that one. I'm
1: not into that, not into the rough stuff that would come with that. <laughs> God sakes. Oh, this is this has turned really dark. You guys have other stuff to talk about, but uh, you there, there you have it. My sordid Life. I will see you at C2E2, Table Hate, Kickstarter, if you guys want to uh, want to uh, get out on the action, man. Just ton of free stuff with it. So thank you, thank you. And uh, I'm going to go uh, weep into a big bowl of ice cream now.
3: Night <laughs> there. We <laughs> can see you guys later. Don't right. put no Bye lube guys. in it. Later. You see, I can never have a Kickstarter because, like, like I obsess over, like, UPS tracking information. Yes, yes. eBay auctions. <laughs> eBay auctions, like, like, fucking crazy. If I knew that, like, there were literally $1,000 in the line, I, I would be ruined for Dude. the entire duration of whatever that... that that campaign was. Dude, let's do a Kickstarter. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Fucking in. Fucking in. Uh, yeah, there are some. There are some New Deal Pirate pictures. Look at that shit. Whoa, Linkies! But she's not in costume. So, you know, I don't care. Link, where's the link?
2: I mean, I was asking for a link.
3: There we go. Here we go. Here we go. Linkies
2: we go. is my nice way of saying, please, Link.
3: 403 <laughs> forbidden my ass.
2: I'll
5: just Google images myself.
3: There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Here's one yeah, for the chat. Here's a free one. You can Google image search the rest, guys. There we go.
5: I can't hit Google image new stuff on this one.
3: We got um, we got some mail. Just some mail, and then let's get the hell out of All here. Right. Let's, let's Look take a break. Fan it mail. All right, our good friend Mahoney writes in. Of course he did. <laughs> <laughs> he by the way, in. I had
6: a great. By the way, I had a great weekend. Just in case anybody wonders. Oh shit!
3: <laughs> <laughs> well, I figured we'd be talking about your weekend in more detail in the coming. I just moments. wanted to make a joke. No, it's <laughs> we'll be talking more about that in coming in the coming moments. Right. Right. Yeah, uh, I've felt as if my Valentine's Day was equally divided between Nicole and Tito because he was posting red pictures. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Honey uh, writes in, all caps. Yoli, I see you. You see me. He really did not want me to delete this email by mistake. (laughs) Uh, He writes in, which of these options would you rather spend an afternoon doing? Uh, Dressing Tito's giant dong up like a bear and (laughs) using it to scare old ladies in the grocery store parking lot. Uh, Using Tito's giant dong to float down a river while reminiscing about your childhood. Or seeing how many movie theaters will sell Tito's giant dong a ticket if you dress it in a raincoat and a hat. (laughs) 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 <laughs> without a doubt the selling of a ticket in a raincoat nat.
2: <laughs> now is Tito laying on his back or is he standing up straight and then like if you're dressing the dick up the pants are like on the head
0: I'm, I'm just mean...
2: thinking logistics here and like the his Tito's bush is the hair
3: or maybe or maybe or maybe Tito's like midway up, and so like his, his giant dick is carrying around like a toddler. <laughs> and the bush,
6: for those wondering, is shaved, trimmed nightly, nicely, like the, head, the hair on my head. <laughs>
3: <laughs> With a lightning bolt in the side. Also like his head. Yeah, the... the huh. I, I go for the movie ticket one. I still go for the movie tickets, if nothing else, and to figure out the logistics. That's a challenge. That's a good time and a challenge. What was yeah. the first one? Uh, the first one was uh, dressing Tito's giant dong up like a bear and using it to scare old ladies in the grocery store parking that lot. That one. <laughs> That's a good one, too, though.
6: Good one too. Yeah, that'll just get me arrested. <laughs> <just> get
3: <laughs>
7: that one just arrested. says
3: Tuesday. And we, it would never do the river one because water is scary. I can imagine the river one being
2: quaint because you're talking about your childhood. you would be like, I'm Huck, Tito's uh, Tom, and then his dick is uh, a raft. <laughs> <laughs> the raft they all oh.
6: follow. Wow, nice. That could have gone very scary. <laughs> it could have. Like, Where's it going with this? <laughs>
3: because of the black guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, Christ. Larry Potter also writes in. What? Uh, subject line. The fuck they call him socks anyways part writes in, "Yo, why the fuck you never talk about you jizz sock? The fuck kind of sock you shoot your jizz in, haters? Sitting from the library, bitch. What you think?" <laughs> oh man, I don't know. I don't think know. I, I in middle school. Yeah, I don't think I ever. I don't think I ever jerked off in a sock. Never had a sock. No, never had a sock. I had a had this uh, really expertly crafted like toilet paper mechanism. <laughs> what? What? Oh yeah, yeah. No mess, no mess. It all just went right. In the- Basically, it filled in the function of the sock, but I, like, then I didn't have jizzy socks. Yeah. I just
5: filled my water bed. Ew, dude.
6: And that N- <laughs> nice N- 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 <laughs> filled his belly button. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, you know, I- I've been strictly a tissues or toilet paper guy uh, for for most of my jerking off career. Um. But gross story. There was a time in my early teens where I would just kind of, you know, wearing like uh, like sweat shorts or something like that, where I would just kind of use the shorts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was kind of a gross kid.
5: <laughs> oh, Jesus,
2: God, we are fucking animals. <laughs> <laughs> I do distinctly remember one time in my early teens, home home alone. You know, got home from school. My parents are still at work. I remember going through the house and just looking for things to fuck, (laughs) 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 and I never found anything. I wish I would have known about like the cantaloupe trick. Cantaloupe.
3: You don't, find, you don't find out about that shit until it's too late. You fucking and then also, but I feel like if that, you know, the other side of that story is you never went to the ER with cantaloupe burns on your dick. True, yeah.
2: You, Jose, you cut a hole in a cantaloupe, and then you put it in the microwave for a little bit. Oh, no.
5: <laughs> you had me in a microwave.
2: <laughs> you don't put your dick in the microwave. You just want to warm it up a little bit, you know? like Warm, warm it high. up, Chris. I've never I'm done the cantaloupe to. trick, but I would have if I knew about it.
3: Yeah, if he'd known then what he knows now. We are sick people. We're all just terrible animals, all of us. <laughs> all right, let's, uh, let's take a break. I need to refill my water bottle, and then we'll talk about the, the super fun thing that happened this weekend. Tito was kind enough to share to the world, if you follow the panel's on page Twitter account. And uh, yeah, I'm back in a little bit. Enjoy this musical interlude. Love you, bye. Break!
0: Snow glows white on the mountain tonight, not a footprint to be seen. A kingdom of isolation, and it looks like I'm the a king. The wind is howling like a swirling storm inside. Couldn't keep it in, heaven knows I tried. Don't let them see Be the good boy you always have to be Conceal, don't feel, don't let them know Well now they know Let it go, let it go Can't hold it back anymore Let it go, let it go Turn away and slam the door I don't care what they're going to say, let the storm rage on. The cold never bothered me anyway. It's funny how some distance makes everything seem small. The fears that once controlled me Can't get to me at all It's time to see what I can do To test the limits and break through The right, no wrong, no rules for me I'm free Let it go, let it go I am one with the wind and sky Let it go Let it go You'll never see me cry Here I stand And here I'll stay Let the storm wage on My power Through the air Into the ground My soul is spiraling In frozen fractals All around And one dog Crystallizes Like an icy blast I'm never going back The past is in the past Let it go Let it go and I'll rise like the break of dawn. Let it go, let it go. That perfect girl is gone. Here I stand in the light of day. Let the storm rage on. The cold never bothered me anyway.
3: click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpages.com or you can just update your bookmark check it on your phone every single morning that's what i do uh, ripped that's r-i-p-t.panelsonpages.com t-shirts start at just 10 bucks and they'll kick us a little something every time help us keep the lights on help us keep the podcast going help us keep the site up and get you a pretty cool t-shirt man cool swag cool shirts good people good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out, ripped.panelsonpages.com, 24-hour limited-edition T-shirts that are pretty damn awesome. Check it out. And uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast. I was pretty sure that at one point, Nicole was going to pistol with me if I said, I to meet you one more time. She <laughs> <laughs> should have. Because, you guys, it looks... Like I seen that a Batman and Robin, like there were even spotlight like purple spotlights in my front yard for no good reason this weekend. <laughs> out of nowhere, I clicked my fucking heels together; little, little ice skates came out of them. That's how <laughs> that's how prepared I was.
2: I wish.
3: No good. Let's fucking uh, do the news, man. Alrighty, lots to talk about.
5: We'll do
4: it live. Okay, do it live. I can. I'll write it, and we'll do it live. Fuck it.
3: In
4: five, four.
2: This is the Pop-Top pack of News for February 17th, 2015. Fucking thing sucks! Pop's own Tito Cruz attended the New York International Toy Fair this weekend, previewing all the upcoming releases from the world's biggest toy companies, there was some confusion, however, at the Diamond Select booth when Tito arrived for his appointment and Zach Oat tried to put him on back on the Mini-Mate shelf. <laughs> True story. <laughs> Matt Fraction is putting his money where his mouth is and instead of just aimlessly complaining about Fifty Shades of Grey and its portrayal of BDSM and the glamorization of abusive relationships on Facebook, like some people... <laughs> He has launched the Fifty Shades of Futures Without Violence campaign, wherein he will match donations to the Futures Without Violence charity generated generated by the sale of Hawkeye merchandise on We Love Fine. Matt Fraction hates violence, you guys. Unless you're a rub- Russian mobster, then fuck yourself. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds teased the first images of the Deadpool cowl this week, while Gina Carano was cast as a character named Angel Dust, And Colossus will reportedly appear in the Merc with the Mouth spinoff film. Can't wait to see all those classic Deadpool and Colossus interactions up on the big screen. Interactions? Interactions. I am drunk off one and a half beers, you guys. What you drinking, dog? What you drinking? I drink an ice (laughs) house and I'm drinking a shock top. It's a celebration, bitches. Nice. I, think, I think the last time I drank a beer was at your house, Jose, uh, in December. Oof. Uh, Adrian Palicki's Mockingbird will be promoted to a series regular on Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And it's canceled. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, oh, ooh, I skipped the story. Uh, DC lost Tom Hardy and never had Jake Gyllenhaal. So they've apparently given up and are looking to the Robocop remakes Joel Kinnaman to play Rick Flag in Suicide Squad. I mean, they've already got Jai Courtney. They just need Sam Worthington, and they'll have the top three blandest actors working in Hollywood today. (laughs) And finally, Wizard World and Cinedigm announced on February 11th that Con TV will debut across multi-platforms on March 3rd. The on-demand subscription service will launch with original programming, including horror-reality series Fight of the Living Dead, the Bruce Campbell-hosted game show Last Fan Standing, Jason David Frank's My Morphine Life, and Garab Seamus's Celebrity Apprentice, featuring Lou Ferrigno, J. Scott Campbell, and James Marsters, wherein the big cheese lays off everyone in the first episode. <laughs> and that is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for February oh, 17th,
0: 2015. God. Wow. Info came me.
3: A lot of cool new toys, you guys! Whoa,
7: whoa, whoa! whoa. (laughs) Uh,
3: You know, I
2: posted all these uh, stories from uh, CBR and Comics Alliance of Toy Fair in the uh, Population forums, just so that you know we'd have a good look at all the toys. But you know what? Let's just go to the Pop Twitter account and just look at all the pretty pictures, you guys. There's a lot of really good stuff. Man, I love every year when Tito does Toy Fair, the fucking pop Twitter lights up. People love Toy Fair and they love the pop Twitter during Toy Fair. So thank you, Tito, for all your hard work.
6: No problem. My pleasure. It's fun. It's a different kind of fun. I I try to explain this to people who, who go to like New York Comic Con and to other shows that it's not like that, it's a trade show. So a lot of people don't understand that like when I tell them you have to make appointments. To it's not
2: a fan things. thing. It's not for fans.
3: Right. Yeah, Nicole's like I'm like I think I might want to go next year, Nicole. Like how much is it to get in? I'm like you don't just no. <laughs> you, you can't do that. <laughs> like you no, and it would be great get the ass to go.
6: <laughs> yeah, it'd be great to have uh, one or a couple of few of you guys up here for it because there's so yeah. much there's so much I uh, I can't get to. Should because I'm trying, I'm th- trying to cover just the main things, you know.
5: Let's make it happen next year. You say yeah, I, that I every year. You say uh, that every year, cool. Jose. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but next year we'll have a better chance. Will we? Fuck yeah, we will.
3: <laughs> let's, let's, let's hit big on the big one, man. So, so Hasbro came and threw their dick out big time with new Transformers, Marvel Legends, Age of Ultron stuff, like. Fucking sweet ass Ant Man toys, which are things I never thought I would say out loud. Right. Holy shit! The, um,
6: I'm trying to get to the. Event.
2: I'm trying to get to the end of the pictures on Twitter, and it took me forever.
7: There's yeah, a lot the of
6: Hasbro pictures. event was on uh, Saturday. Hasbro always does their thing separate from Toy Fair itself. Um, so they have like a little collectors uh, uh, collectors night, and Transformers was the big thing. The big thing from Transformers was Devastator. The re-release of Devastator, which is about the size, Lee, of your son. Give or take.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when it's combined. Yeah, it's um, I bet cake. it doesn't have as cute a butt. Probably not. No one near as cute <laughs> a crack.
6: By the way, your son's ass has seen more play on Facebook.
3: <laughs> she puts then, that kid's butt crack up so much.
6: <laughs> the poor you know, kid.
2: me and your son have very similar asses. <laughs> just <laughs> flat. <laughs> just
6: flat. Just fucking skin with a crack.
3: Yeah, just so, totally flat.
6: So, what they did this year um, that was different—they usually give like a, a presentation that lasts for like an hour and a half that people uh, tweet from. That's when I—you can't take pictures, so you just—I'm just filling the Twitter feed with news. So um, they did the smart thing of keeping My Little Pony to the end instead of doing it at the <laughs> beginning. Right. But um, the big thing was Devastator from Transformers and the Ultra Magnus.
3: That, that Ultra Magnus is loves. fucking ridiculous. Like it's it, it is the biggest fan service gimmick I've ever seen. Like they, uh, the little guy that he comes with, the Minimus Ambus figure that rides in his chest, that you know people make such a big deal about. It's a uh, it, it's a function of the uh, the comic books right now. The idea being that Ultra Magnus died like a million millions of years ago, but he was so important that like you know when the Ultra original Magnus died they carry it on. They basically put someone else in basically an armor to carry on to make it look like he never did. And the current Ultra Magnus is Minimus Ambus because he's what they call an outlier and he can support the frame of it. So, you know, he's like this little tiny transformer inside this big shell that is Ultra Magnus. And so they did that with the toy and it looks fucking ridiculous. It looks just like it does in the comic book. It's amazing. And like Devastator for his kick ass is that combined mode is Some of those individual robots are kind of janky.
6: Yeah, I think they they made them that way just because when when they were describing it, they had to make some adjustments to to them to to uh, to suit the combined robot, especially like mix Mix mixmaster. They were talking a lot about and what they had to do to change him up, Um, so he doesn't look like it didn't look like he had like one wonky
3: leg. Right. But it's really weird, like just just cut elbows, which is strange. And, like, Scrapper doesn't even have an elbow, which is okay. weird. Like, and they just, you know, they've done some really impressive engineering, uh, especially with these combiners. But on the same token, these do combine in a way that the, the regular Deluxe classes don't. And, like, you know, they just, who gives a shit? Nobody's going to put them out in the individuals anyway. They're all going to be combined the Devastator. And the Devastator looks pretty fucking dope.
6: Yeah. The other thing was the, uh, the other complaint I've read about it was the ape arms. But I don't think you could get away with that for, for our, for a combiner that big.
3: Nah, no, nah, no, nah, it's going to happen. And he has, his ape arms are a lot less prevalent than some of the, uh, like, deluxe class ones. Like, uh, they showed the Protector Bots for the first time. They look really slick, but, you know, like the current crop, he has the ape arms big time. But that's because, you know, you have the, like, the figure becomes basically the entire arm. Right. Versus, you know, from the knee down. You know, it's like whatever the, your, your, the core torso figure is, you know, includes like the hip to knee. So then you have, you know, like I said, the, the entire arm versus half a leg. So the proportions do get a little bit off. But still really, really exciting stuff. Only thing kind of sucks is that they're I, I do love the combiner stuff like they're doing. But that means that we're probably not going to see characters that aren't combiners this year, which is kind of a bummer. Uh, like because you know, they did uh, RC and, and Necromia. And Windblade last year, and I was kind of hoping they were going to do uh, Nautica. They probably won't do that this year, but there's always next year. Right. But the fucking the uh, the Marvel Legends man break continue to break my heart because there's some really good looking toys here that I will never buy. Like uh, I mean, like I did the Ant Man. Um, the Ant Man was pretty cool. Um... My the wasp I have is horse shit. I would like to have a new nice wasp. A, a the giant Misty Night.
6: The Misty Night looks really
3: good. Misty Night looks good. The new Spider Woman, the new Doctor Strange looks fucking fantastic. Right. Like I mean, there's some really, really nice ones. I just have a hard time dropping twenty bucks on a Legends figure.
2: You mean twenty five? I thought it was twenty five bucks now.
3: There's I mean, as far as I know, there's still twenty. I've seen them as high as twenty two, but mm. generally speaking, it's twenty most places.
6: It's That's less than what some of the DC figures. The D C figures go for tw- twenty five.
2: Yeah, all those DC Direct figures. Fuck that though. Fuck that. For one action figure, unless it's like a crazy exclusive, not paying $20 when I can pay $8 for a Ninja Turtles action figure. Yeah.
3: Um, yeah, and, you know. Well,
6: even, my like, my my DC Direct stuff goes up tomorrow on panelsonpages.com. So you're going to see a lot of the stuff a lot of the not all of the stuff, but a lot of the stuff that they had there. One of they the had figures. A lot. Yeah, one of the figures they have is a um it's a pretty cool Green Lantern figure that comes with a construct, so it's at a different price point, but it's way higher. Like the figures go for twenty four ninety five. Uh, that Green Lantern one
3: goes for like forty four bucks. But the construct is like a whole suit of armor.
6: Yeah, it's like a whole armor. It's almost like a separate figure, if you want to look at it that yeah, way. It's
3: pretty big, and and they're really nice. But you know, even the DC Direct ones, which are really sweet, they don't even have the same range of articulation as the Legends figures do.
5: Yeah, I'd be able to oppose that motherfucker reading a book on sitting on the
3: toilet <laughs> for that much. Uh, they're really, really nice. Like, and I would I was uh, I'm surprised it took them this long to start making like uh, arrow figures. But they're fine doing some this year, like, you know, I would like one, but I don't know if I can drop twenty five bones on it. And those animated figures are sick looking.
6: Wait, hold on. Going back to um Hasbro, uh the other thing Star Wars wise, they didn't have too much. Um Jurassic World is pretty weak with what they have coming out. I'm trying to think of... I'm yeah, getting it's just a goddamn T-Rex, and- i T-Rex,
2: though. I regret never getting a T-Rex when the original Jurassic Park came out.
6: Well, there's going to be another T-Rex and, uh, of course, the Indominus Rex one, which they're touting because this jaw opens so wide and stuff. So. Oh, kind of uh, like uh, that- Jose's
2: mom. Oh!
6: oh! <laughs> <laughs> So fucking clever, huh? <laughs> the other thing I took away from Hasbro um, was an awesome swag bag. They know what is up with stuff this year.
2: This fucking guy, man, he deserves it. He does, he does the work.
6: But so I tell you I what, Tito, the, I know uh, I know you're a,
2: Tito. I know you're a, a Star Wars guy, but if you're not going to do anything with that Black Series Obi Wan, let me
6: know. Oh, no. The black suit. The Obi-Wan staying with me. <laughs> <laughs> fair. Fair enough. Um, but, yeah. Star Wars was not a
2: lot of stuff coming out. Um, I'm thinking that maybe they're holding off and they're going to do uh, Star right. Wars toys at Celebration.
6: I think they're holding out, too, because they're, I know a lot of places that have Star Wars licenses are holding out for as they get, the movie gets closer. They can not They can't show off a lot of the stuff yet.
3: Oh yeah, because it would spoil shit. Right, right, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. But man, yeah, they, uh, they. I went one of the big DC things that I saw that blew me away was the uh, six-inch scale animated Batmobile. Yeah, yes,
2: those, two feet long.
6: Goddamn, those Batman um, animated series figures are pretty cool. Battery, uh, battery. The at uh, the cockpit lights up, the headlights come on, and of course the exhaust.
3: Oh, that's really cool.
6: The wheels move, um, that and it holds two two animated series figures. That's awesome.
2: The one of the first pictures Tito posted was of these samurai stormtroopers and samurai Darth Vader from Bandai. Yeah, that looks pretty. They're fucking awesome.
6: That's from Bandai, um, Tamashi Nations. That's a little. Yes,
3: those things are ridiculous.
6: Their statues are insane. But their displays are horrible. How they display them in these boxes, like the Star Wars ones came out fine, but most of them have like a mirrored background. So it's really hard to get a good shot of these figures. That
3: that's a that really dumb way to do it. And then these,
2: <laughs> these Ninja Turtle statues from Good Smile
5: Company.
6: Yes, which now, is a new could,
5: company. Why couldn't that be the movie?
6: Yeah. Get I Give me that in a movie.
3: What the yeah, fuck those are really, probably? really nice.
6: The Good Smile, that, like last year, um, it was Yes Anime and 3A Toys that kind of stood out to me. This year, Good Smile Company was a small, like an up-and-coming Japanese company that had a lot of awesome things.
2: And Tito finally got an appointment with Lego this year. Good
6: on you, man. Yeah. Lego's usually my first stop because they, I, they never answer my emails. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I usually try to maybe squeeze in. Um squeezing an appointment. So I first thing I do is go upstairs, go to Lego, and I try to charm the, the girl in the front, which never works. Um, I leave my card. And of course, she says, oh, you were booked up. But my plan is usually every day, first thing in the morning to go to them just so they could rem- I could remind them that I'm there. But she was nice enough to send me an email on Sunday, squeezing me in for like a 15-minute appointment on Monday, which is fine. Because all I want to see is the license stuff from Lego. Yeah. I don't need to see the whole line.
2: Like Lee, I'm sure you saw the the Mystery Mansion, the Scooby Doo set. That Mystery is Mansion, fantastic. really
3: cool.
6: And it has so many little interactive points to it. Little things you can do here and there that trap doors and that, stuff. Yeah. Um. The um. The creatures. You know the um. The weekly creatures that they have on the show. Yeah. yeah. You can actually remove his mask and turn his head, and you'll see. You see, like a human face. Oh, but that's cool. Be able to. Goddamn
2: it. It's 2015.
3: <laughs> yeah, those are really neat like uh... uh we're shaggy, the mansion the and we'll get Lego. the mystery machine cuz mystery machine's the only way you can get Fred.
6: Right, that's the only one Fred's coming in. I like how but, the you know, Shaggy if Lego. If you're getting,
3: figure. you know, just going do mystery Legos, you're getting the mystery machine. Come on.
6: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And what do you If doing? you want a cool Jurassic Park Jurassic World toys, it should be from Lego. Oh, they look
3: really cool. There's that only big one ass set. that fucking huge helicarrier is neat.
6: That yeah, there's only one carrier. set that uh, that Chris Pratt's character comes in.
3: Really, there's only one set. Isn't that about a bitch? And I also really enjoy guy. the. Uh, there's a little Lego movie set they're coming out with that is basically it's the double decker couch and like you yes. know the principal cast for like twenty bucks. Mm-hmm.
2: This uh, Star Wars Lego throne room final battle is
6: awesome. Oh, fantastic! And the way they had it set up was just like a scene, the scene from the movie.
3: The throne room is nuts. The uh, the damn uh, the slave one is ridiculous. So damn big. All right, now um, they now. had a lot
6: of they had a few rebel stuff. They had obviously they touted a bunch of stuff that they're going to have when the Force Unleashed comes out gets closer. Um, she couldn't even even hint at what they were going to come out when the Force Unleashed comes out. Like she's like, I can't even. She says just even talking about it, I'm, I'm I'm afraid I might get fired. Jesus.
7: From, the
3: Joker Funhouse, like, I still maintain, DC has the much better Lego sets. The Joker Funhouse is a lot more fun than anything else they got there for Marvel. The Avengers yeah. Tower is not bad. The Tower's pretty cool. The Tower's pretty cool. And the, and the Helicarrier. Come on now. Yeah, but that <laughs> hardly counts. That's a fucking piece of furniture more than anything else.
2: <laughs> you should... You've got your, your family's Lego city going on right now. You should get the Helicarrier and have it just... Just fucking Just eclipse above, <laughs>
3: eclipse the Lego City. I like that it comes with those little uh, like nano minifigures too, which is pretty cool. Uh, I've stumbled upon the
2: uh, Playmates Ninja Turtles figures. Looks like we're getting a Fugitoid at some point and a fucking ice cream kitty. Yes, ice get-
3: cream kitty.
6: For ice cream kitty fans, you get two ice cream kitties: one for the Playmates toys and one with the Michelangelo mini mate.
3: Mini mate, yeah. And then- so which figure does the ice cream kitty come with? Because I have to know which one to buy.
6: Um, the ice cream kitty—it's from the Playmate Toys one. Comes, I think it comes in a set with. It's going to be ice cream kitty. It's going to be um, the little turtle, the little pet turtle. Nice, Spike and. And yeah, then the Doctor Kluckenstein, right? Yes, and the Doctor Kleckenstein. Oh, so they come that,
3: together? I thought they were like yeah. they were, those were each individual pack ins. That's I, way better. That's
6: great. I think they come together because they're so small. They're not huge figures or anything. Kind of like so the mouse. They come together.
3: Like they did the Mousers. That's way better.
6: Nice. I love that. So
3: no, yeah, they got the the couple new. They got the Michelangelo where he's all decked out like in his crank killing gear and shit like that. There's there is a fugitoid. Um,
6: They're doing uh, a lot of Dimension
3: X stuff. The Dream Beavers.
6: (laughs) Yes.
5: Oh, that episode was pretty cool. Oh, I didn't see the Dream Beavers. Uh, Party Wagon looks great.
3: Re-releasing the layer in different colors with different uh, cardboard inserts. That's kind of the idea.
5: Now, again, why can't this be the movie?
3: (laughs) And these really weird figures that turn into the weapons that look like ass.
6: Yeah, they're yeah, that's exactly what it is. They have a uh, mutation series where things the figures or the objects turn into something else. Like you have different uh cars that turn into um like street racer and things like that. Um you have It's the not figures. new, like
3: they did it back in the day too. Like I remember I had a uh, splinter that turned into the party wagon and it was horseshit.
6: <laughs> so it's along it's along the same lines.
3: Yeah. Doesn't make any damn sense. Gimmicks for days on these turtle figures, but man.
6: Their big thing thing is that they have their own line of, and I didn't tweet too many pictures of this. Um, It's sort of like a Hot Wheels type of thing.
3: I saw those over the weekend for the first time.
6: And they have different tracks and stuff like that for it.
2: I'm going to have to save my money for the Joker and Harley bombshell statue and the Mm. Harley Quinn on the motorcycle
3: statue.
6: That Harley Quinn on a motorcycle is nuts. The tattoo on Harley's chest is a unique tattoo done by a tattoo artist. No shit. Yes. Wow. And they're looking at a if if that is not enough they're looking at um, doing a deluxe figure a deluxe statue where it'll have a sidecar with two hyenas in it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) I always wanted to do that with Butch. Get a motorcycle with a sidecar and put his ass in there with <laughs> goggles and a helmet. And I really like these Q pop figures. You know, you know. I hate those pop figures from Funko. I think they're stupid. If but, you yeah. notice,
6: I didn't tweet very many of those pop figures out because <laughs> I know you guys don't. I know you guys don't care for those. <laughs> <laughs> but the people love them. The people love them. But these Q
2: pops, they're like little cutesy... Like animated versions, and uh, mm-hmm. they got like Batman and the Ghostbusters, and they come with little little display
6: stands, and they look great. These are they great. have uh, Batman, Superman, Wonder Woman. They have the Ghostbusters. They have also the Firefly cast. Those are the ones I saw. I like and again, two these out are small companies that get these licenses yeah. and do, do awesome things with them.
3: And then Diamond's doing uh, some Ghostbusters. Uh, they're doing some pretty sweet Nightmare Before Christmas figures.
6: Yes. Um, they have Nightmare Before Christmas. They've expanded their Femme Fatale line to add a few more there. Um, you can see Mini Mates, uh, new Mini Mates for the Turtles. Uh, damn, there's a ton more. I'm trying to find the pictures of them now.
2: I like Mini Mates. I like the Ghostbusters ones that I have, and I like my Lockjaw, but they're they're just too small, and they got too many small pieces. And I i mean, they're posable. I really hate
3: the thing that makes them what they are.
2: <laughs> yeah, they, but they're, they're, oh. and they're super posable, but I don't feel they have a whole lot of display quality to them just because they're easily knocked over.
6: They're doing a sixes line for, for Lee, since Ugh. Lee loved that story so much. Sixes mini mates. Sixes mini mates, yeah, they have a red onslaught.
3: What they fucking do. <laughs>
6: <laughs> uh, a lot of Avengers Age of Ultron, as you can imagine. Um, Hulkbusters galore!
3: From yeah, uh, the Hulkbuster build a figure is goddamn ridiculous. Yes, it's I mean, insane. holy shit, it's huge.
6: The oh, the Hulkbuster Hulk from Kota uh, Bakoya. That thing is insane. The statue of uh, it's two separate pieces of Hulkbuster and the Hulk with Hulk punt, uh where the Hulkbuster yeah, yeah, yeah. his fist. Oh. That thing looks beautiful.
3: Save all your pennies, kid. You're gonna need them this year. Go to at @panels on
2: pages on Twitter to check out all these great pics from Tito. There's a lot of cool shit. <laughs> Jose doesn't think so. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> What we got next, guys? Uh, next is Matt Fraction's 50 Shades of Futures Without Violence campaign. And apparently, uh, the the Hawkeye merchandise and t shirts that are sold on We Love Fine go to the Futures Without Violence charity. And it has be- been for a while, yeah. And because of uh, Matt Fraction's distaste for uh, 50 Shades of Grey, his quote is. So there's a movie out this weekend based on books that romanticize, fetishize, glamorize, and normalize abusive relationships. And while sex is great and finding someone into all of the stuff you're into is great, sex is not consent to violence, a relationship is not permission to abuse, and there are thousands of women and children who have to deal with that fundamental and erroneous misconstruing of truth and wild misinterpretation of love every day. So what uh, Fraction is doing is for every shirt that is purchased at We Love Fine, he's going to match it. And donate to Futures Without Violence, which,
3: great, awesome. Yeah. Oh yeah. I'm all for anybody, you know, stepping up and doing the right thing. And that guy puts the money where his mouth is on a pretty regular basis. Right. Now, Lee, you saw the movie. I did. Do you And, think... and, and like, and I don't. I don't Facebook much. Uh, Nicole Facebooks, as you all know, quite a lot. Not a whole. I mean, so. she posts a lot of baby ass pictures, but oh well. Maybe you don't know. Then she's on Facebook all the goddamn time. <laughs> <laughs> and maybe, maybe yeah, yeah. I guess I didn't realize you don't see that. Uh, but yeah, she Facebooks a lot. Uh, and, you know, so she's privy to people's very vocal and loud opinions about things like the Fifty Shades. And, like, I didn't see that movie is, is all I'm saying. Like, you know, there is some well, extreme the, and, shit and, in there. The but, like, is, everything that happens in the movie, you know, is all... Totally consensual, like every single thing. Like really, no one had seen that movie before they
2: started making judgments on it.
3: Right? Yeah, but but you know, I think it's the same people that you know don't appreciate, don't approve of like the perceived subject matter, even the books, and then get a little uppity about it as well. Just because it's this thing that makes people uncomfortable, you know. But like, you know, even like some of the most extreme shit in the in the movie. Which, granted, I'll say this much. They went pretty damn far for a mainstream R-rated release. Like, there's some raw shit in there. There's a butt plug in it. Yeah, yeah, but there's nothing in there that's not consensual. And yeah, like, dude has some like weird boundary issues. Like, I actually found, you know, okay, the dialogue is questionable in times. (laughs) And you know, there's I don't see anything about her that makes her so interesting that this guy would be way into her like he is. You know they they say like you know i don't know how true it is maybe it's an urban legend thing but they say that it all started because this person was writing twilight fan fiction and if that's true i can that see a true. parallel in as much as she's just as uninteresting as bella is <laughs> like there's no I, I don't know there's not any real meat on that bone for i don't know why she's interesting but like i found the character of christian to be oddly interesting because <laughs> like you know He's in all this stuff, whatever, and like, but like, she challenges his perceptions of that kind of stuff more than she does. He does hers a little bit, and like, you know, he has ridiculous boundary issues. Like, oh, he stalks her. He stalks her. He goes, yeah, he has some fucking problems with boundaries. But like, you know, his character arc is like, you know, dealing with the fact that he has these character boundary issues and like these boundary issues and trying to, you know, not be such a fucking weirdo. So like, you know, it's not like. What they're doing is presented as like idyllic, at all. Like you know, it's just it's just not. Like, I, I don't know. I I think I can honestly say at this point, haven't seen it. I think it gets a really weird bad rap from people that probably don't know a whole hell of a lot about it. Yeah.
2: See, without having seen it and seeing a lot of the reaction to it, I just had to assume that you know, it's a movie. You're going to have flawed characters. You're going to have characters doing shitty things i don't know that if that necessary necessarily glorifies it just because i watch boys in the hood doesn't mean i'm gonna go do drive-bys you
7: know
3: yeah i don't think it, yeah i really and truly don't think it glorifies anything and you know that's my perception of it and there are going to be people that do see boys in the hood and are going to want to go do drive-bys <laughs> you know what I mean? like those people are out there you know what i mean like yeah,
6: that that's what i did when i left the movie theater
3: yeah <laughs> you, know? But, you know but you can't i mean so you can't i don't know i don't, I don't know it's it's weird like good for that good for him for you know throwing money at a good cause that's yeah. wonderful and he's but doing like, that until monday between now and monday we love fine.com yeah well that's that's excellent you know that's that's great there's there's no win no lose there for anybody but you know there were some some people on the cult's facebook losing their goddamn minds and she's like i'm 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 sick of this i'm like no one's making you read this shit woman <laughs> put your goddamn phone down <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 really weird how divisive it is, and like I, I don't I don't get it. But like I said, there were a couple of walkouts, man. Like uh, homie, uh, homie bust out a little bit, a little, uh, a little, a little, whip action, and this this couple next to me just got the fuck up and left.
7: <laughs> Do you not know what the movie them? is? <laughs> yeah,
3: isn't I feel like you know? I mean, I would have been disappointed if I left the movie and didn't see some whip action. Like they sold me on whip action.
6: Listen, <laughs> movies are too. Movie tickets are too expensive for me to be walking out.
3: No shit, well, right?
2: If you walk out before it's over, you can get a refund.
3: Think, <laughs> but, this, but this is th- a hidden rule. There were a few th- people. Uh, there was. There was that. There was a couple people there, and then right before the movie ends, like it gets pretty rough, and like you know. Like, that's it's a big point. Pl- like, it's a point of like how rough it gets because, again, it's all consensual and shit like that, but, like, it gets pretty, pretty rad. And these people fucking <laughs> huff up and leave, and then, no shit, like, four minutes later, the movie's over. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it, I mean, I, 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 you know, I enjoyed the movie. It was all right. I've, it was, um, it's it's not, the, th- uh, not the society ending nightmare that people will have, make you believe that it would be. That it is.
6: I know I have a few friends who are, were really into the books. And they just didn't like the cheesy dialogue. Um, they didn't like the chemistry between the actors. Well, from what I've
3: read, there's some pretty cheesy dialogue in the books, too. Right, right, right.
6: But they didn't like the chemistry. They, the actor actually was supposed to be um, Jax from Sons of Anarchy, and he backed away.
3: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, he got – there was a scheduling thing. He couldn't do it, which I heard about Different. that in the house. Like, that's, you know – that was our uh, like <laughs> the fucking universal thing pans across the screen. The logo comes up, and Nicole's all giddy and shit. I'm like, oh shit, this is it, right? This is fucking, this is your Avengers. <laughs> 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 like this is this is fucking your Avengers. So like, and I remember how upset she was when Charlie Hunnam didn't do it. I'm like, yeah, okay, this this is your Avengers. This is like fucking, <laughs> you didn't get Robert Downey, but you're still excited to see your movies. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's great.
3: But yeah, good. Good for Matt Fraction for putting his money where his mouth is, but you know. Yeah, so if, I if, dug it. it was instead all right.
2: of bitching about it on Facebook, Bobby, you should buy a hot guy <laughs> shirt and and contribute.
3: And again, gonna go on M C. Bobby probably hasn't seen it.
6: Nope, and hasn't read the book either. And uh, yeah,
3: and you know, yeah, <laughs> you know, that. Bobby. <laughs> Everyone's entitled to an opinion, but I do ask that no matter what the subject matter is. I I do ask for an informed opinion. <laughs> All right, on so basically mo- anything.
2: Moving on, we've got uh, our first images of a prototype of the Deadpool cowl from the Ryan Reynolds Deadpool movie, uh, which
3: looks it's that's the best thing that prototype image is the best thing Fox has ever done with their X Men franchise.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and then cast uh, Gina Carano as a character called Angel Dust. Uh, to when that news came out, uh, my wife, I was so proud, made the comment, Gina Carano, I didn't know you got wet. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, darling, you're the best. Uh, so Gina Carano being in it is cool. I don't know who the fuck Angel Dust is. And then Nobody does. Colossus is going to be in it. Now, I have a lot of uh, faith in uh, Tim Miller. Oh, no, wait. Is it Tim Tim Miller? He's the one that directed Zombieland? Or the Zombieland guys wrote it. I don't know. There's some faith in this Deadpool movie because the Zombieland guys were involved. But then when I see that Colossus is involved, and, and even though, Lee, on Twitter, you showed me that Colossus and Deadpool have been on comic book panels together, they were uh, part of the uh, Battle of the Atom story, I don't see Colossus as a Deadpool... Supporting character, uh, and, no. Yeah, I and it it feels no. to me like the usual Fox just jamming mutants into a quote unquote X Men movie because they
3: can. Well, I mean, the, uh, the problem too with their version of Colossus is that he has absolutely no personality to speak of right now.
2: Right, and apparently uh, Daniel Cudmore is not going to be reprising his role, so for all we know, it could be completely different colossus character but we why would fuck you, it why not and why would you debut that brand new colossus character in a, a deadpool movie
3: oh don't worry they'll be making their dead their colossus solo movie in 2019
7: so. <laughs> <laughs>
3: i'll say it again my costume the, the the mask the cowl is pretty damn spot yeah, on perfect. it looks good it looks, looks good. great so um, Off to a good start from a visual perspective, nothing else. But, you know, how this is the thing that he's wanted to do, Ryan Reynolds, for years anyway, so.
7: Yeah. Good
3: on him. I man. would hope, yeah, I would. And also, he's, he's you know, love him or hate him, Ryan Reynolds is Hollywood enough that, like, he probably gets some segment of creative control over the thing. Um,
2: I'd hope so. Then where was that creative control
3: on Wolverine Origins? True. I believe he's like a producer on this thing.
2: Well, that's good. That's good. Because I would think if you're a Deadpool fan and when they show you the makeup of that Deadpool from Wolverine Origins, I think you'd walk off the set like fucking Tom Hardy did Suicide Squad. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, whoa, whoa,
5: whoa. This is what it
2: is? And that's my segue into the next story. Uh, you know, Tom Hardy quit Suicide Squad as Rick Flagg. Uh, they tried Called to get it. Jake Gyllenhaal. He, they couldn't get him. So now rumor is, rumor is they're looking at Joel Kinnaman, who played Robocop in the Robocop remake. All right. And Lee made the comment on Twitter,
3: uh, well, if Rick Flagg cries a lot, then you got the <laughs> right guy. Yeah, he's your fucking guy right there. Like, if he's known to just cry at the drop of a goddamn hat, <laughs> there's your guy, because homie,
2: homie can cry. Seems like a step back, especially if Rick Flagg's supposed to be one of the Main characters, I think Joel Kinnaman is a is a bad choice. I mean, Tom Hardy was a good choice. Now, now they're backtracking. Now they're kind of hanging on by their Will Smith, Margot Robbie, Jared Leto threads. Uh,
5: don't it, it's going to turn into a fucking Will Smith movie? God damn it! Yeah, it very
3: well could be. And who's Will Smith playing again? Do we know? Deadshot. 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 It'll be a Will Smith movie when he casts one of his kids. <clears throat> I don't know. I, like I, I think, I, I don't I don't know. I think any Smith. movie Will Smith is in is a Will Smith movie. Well, That,
2: that movie he's got coming out now with Margot Robbie looks kind of good. They look like they've got some chemistry. I forget what it's called. But they're like con men. And she's hot.
3: Oh, Joel Kinnaman.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, I
3: believe uh, I read somewhere that the uh, RoboCop remake is going to be on uh, Netflix. Netflix starting in February yeah. or March. I think it was. Yep. Oh, maybe it was February. Maybe it's up there that. already. I don't. Know. I
6: think it's up already.
3: It's fucking bad, you guys. <laughs> if uh, If you've not seen it yet,
7: good. Hey, job.
2: hey
3: uh, Michael Keaton went from the RoboCop remake to
2: Oscar nominated Birdman, so maybe Joel Kinnaman is is gonna bring
3: that cachet to Suicide Squad. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to brag, but I was in the movie with Oscar nominee Michael <laughs> Keaton. <laughs> Cried a lot. You might not. I don't know if you saw it or not. Robocop. I fell in a rice paddy once. <laughs> it was the most heroic of all heroic scenes. Uh, apparently,
2: Adrian Peliki as Mockingbird has been promoted to series regular on Marvel's Agents of Shield, and that's great. I need to get caught up with Agents of Shield so I could see the Adrian Peliki parts already.
3: Oh man, she had some kick-ass fight scenes, dude. Like there was a, a bit where. It was like her and like two other the the shield guys like kicking ass like nine different Hydra guys in this uh one this little house. It's really tight quarters. Like it's a they got some really awesome choreography in this season. Like and it's you know, sweet.
2: You know what I was thinking? Even if Agents of Shield gets canceled this season, it'll be cool in like a year or two where all of a sudden they pop up in a movie. Yeah. You don't often get that where a TV show is canceled and those
3: characters appear in a, in a huge they can movie. Can live on, room. yeah. Uh, and again, if you if you did you watch did you have a chance to see John Wick over the weekend? No, no. Adrian Pilek, you kick a lot of ass in the movie. You you will love it.
5: <laughs> yeah, that that is on my my list of things to watch very
3: soon. Yeah, I mean, hearing a lot
6: of buzz on that movie recently.
3: Uh, John uh, Justwise did drop a YouTube video in the population group on Facebook where somebody did run a counter. And uh, John Wick – this doesn't count, like, you know, bystanders that other guys kill. But John Wick himself kills 76 people in the movie. <laughs> it's, nice. it's, it's pretty goddamn great, you guys.
2: And then a final story, Wizard World and Cynodyme, who I, – I think Cynodyme is one of those, like, pre-show movie theater things. Where they give you trivia and shit like that, but uh, that they, sounds about right. Sure, they put together this thing called Con TV, and it's gonna have uh, old classic TV, uh, new programming, and they're gonna have like uh, coverage of some of the Wizard World shows. And it's gonna be kind of like a, I would say, like a WWE Network, essentially a, a six ninety nine a month uh, subscription fee. Uh, but yeah, like, but I don't They're going to uh, have He Man, Masters of the Universe, Voltron, she Do you want to pay for that? Old Godzilla, Death Race 2000, Elvira, Mistress of the Dark, uh, Evil Dead, uh, Itchy the Killer. Huh. Uh, a decent selection. A pretty, pretty culty selection of stuff.
3: The problem uh, is that, like, I don't know that there's a lot of that that you can't get somewhere else already. Right.
2: Uh, the I think what they need to lean on is their original programming. Like this fight of the living dead. It's going to be uh, a bunch of YouTubers.
3: Which I already want to throw up in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> they fight
2: to survive the undead's relentlessly grisly and frighteningly realistic onslaught through a real world zombie apocalypse. So it's like a survival reality game show where they're trying to survive a fake zombie apocalypse. Uh, they're going to have Bruce Campbell hosting a, a trivia show called Last Fan Standing, a reality show following around Jason David Frank, and then that. Uh, Garib Sheamus. But even that you can see on fucking YouTube. Can you? Is, is, yeah, like you he 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 shot that, that on my
3: Morphin Live show for Bat in the Sun.
5: Ah. So, uh, I don't know. So, wait, wait, wait. This is uh, this is a show that already exists. They're just going to be playing
3: it, I guess.
2: I thought it yeah. was supposed to be original. It says debut original series through 2015.
3: I mean, I mean, ten, I guess, because it was on, I mean, it was only ever on YouTube or maybe there new episodes ever perhaps? Maybe. Maybe that's it, I guess.
6: When is it supposed to be going up?
2: Uh, it debuts March 3rd. Uh Roku, Apple iOS, Android, Xbox, Samsung Smart TV, mobile, and tablet devices. It'll Here's roll thing. out with sixteen hundred hours of
3: programming. Despite you know them trying to market it as a geek thing, whatever. We're, this isn't for us because *Fight of the Living Dead* uh, follows digital celebrities, including Joey Graceffa, who, <laughs> who has four point three million YouTube subscribers, uh, Jesse and Jana, who have seven point one YouTube subscribers, and uh, Justin Izarek. No, 2.1 million YouTube subscribers. Now, you know, if you've got 7.1 million YouTube subscribers, you're pretty, pretty, you're, you're a famous person, you know, but this
0: YouTube still is not famous. meant for me and
3: you. <laughs> also, this fucking press release is riddled with typos. <laughs> <laughs> like, fucking riddled. Well, because they I fired said, all their editors. I said 7.1 YouTube subscribers. I didn't fuck that up. I read that as 7.1. Million. That's what it says. They left out the million. <laughs> we got more youtube subscribers on that and not for nothing but like you know this show it's not my morphing life it's morphing because that's the name of the fucking show it's based on like leave the g off for christ's sake i'd be a goddamn professional i gotta say though i've watched some wizard
2: world videos recently they do a lot of uh updates from the shows and they're, they're stepping up their game as far as their video quality goes i i think they might have seen some uh some of those great videos that are done for the read Pop shows, and they've, they've maybe. Decided they be, maybe they like, oh shit, they're, they're coming for that ass.
0: <laughs>
2: so I guess we're just gonna have to step it up a little bit further. Mm-hmm. And that's the news.
3: That is the news. So let's uh talk about a handful of comic books, and get the hell out of here. It's getting late. I
7: read comics. The problem oh, comic. with comic books is that it comes off on your
2: hands every time you turn the page. You have to wash your hands. I had on my to-do list today. Read comics.
3: Read comics. Uh, let's see. Amazing Spider-Man number 14 came out. It was the uh, big finale of Spider-Verse. Um, I think I'll leave right into like a, uh, an epilogue issue in a couple weeks. But uh, this issue basically just back-to-back uh, fights with the Inheritors and all the different Spider-Mans. It's pretty badass. Um, I think they basically all but confirmed that they killed Kane, though, which kind of bums me out. I liked Kane a lot. I'm not, not, not terribly thrilled with that. Um, but man, they they brought Maybe back all bring kinds of they him back as corporate cane. Yeah, as corporate cane, yeah, he wasn't wearing the mask. <laughs> wasn't wearing the mask then. But at one point they uh they switched out because they had kidnapped um Spider Girl's baby brother uh baby Ben as you know he was the Scion, the last of the Spider Totems or whatever. And at one point during the commotion, Molden goes to kill the baby and fucking costumeless bare ass naked spider ham fight jumps out and starts fighting him because you know they switched him out in this place and so you know i don't know if we'd ever seen spider ham out of a suit before now but sure as shit you got to see an anthropomorphic pig punch a fucking steampunk vampire in the face (laughs) (laughs) and i've never seen that before and that was interesting (laughs) but you know they had all the big bits man they uh the fucking the leopardon giant japanese robot came in uh Auto killed the shit out of the Master Weaver guy, which that's probably not gonna be a good thing. Uh they banished the inheritors of this horrible, like, you know, nuclear wasteland, like a damn damn good story, man. This the Spider-Verse was pretty much perfect from beginning to end. It was a lot of damn fun. A lot, a lot of fun. Um it's it's comics done right in, in the best possible way. Um, the opposite of that is this Secret Six number two business that came out. Um, I'll not be coming back for three because, man, I don't give a fuck. Like, I don't know what they're trying to do. Okay, Secret Six, very beloved property, cult status. People have been claiming for it to come back since they did the new Fifty Two thing. And this thing, it's not that. Like, it's just, it's just not. It's just not the same character. It's just not the same environment. It's not the same dial. It's, it's not what made it good. They're just trying to use the name and, like, you know, Gil Simone's writing it. Whoopsie fucking do. But it's just, it's, boy, howdy, it's not good. It's not good. Don't look good. Don't, doesn't read good. It's not good. Don't like it. Don't care for it. Don't, don't, don't want no more. Just really fucking don't. Um, let's see. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy man. 24. This is part two of the Black Vortex crossover. Um, Pretty neat, man. They're they're running this over I have a couple of different books. They're doing some of the X Men books and the Star Lord title and shit like that. And so they've found this mirror that was created by a celestial on this distant world years and years ago, and it somehow like it'll awaken these you know, crazy ass like next level powers in you. So Gamora is all hyped up, Beast gets all hyped up, and you know half the good half the happiest simple team. It's you know your Guardians, your X Men. And they're trying to decide, you know, should we kill this thing or should we, you know, use the power? And half of them want to use, half of them want to throw it, toss it away. And you got you got yourself a Thane in here. Is Thanos this kid from the fucking uh, Infinity Story last year. But one, I think it was Gamora says, fuck it. The only way we're going to, you know, under, the only way you understand is if you experience its power. So she turns the mirror on him and she fucking hypes up like everybody. And so the last page is really cool, like character designs of these souped up versions of the characters. And, um, it's pretty cool because it's a lot of a lot of them the, the designs take cues from like older versions of the costumes is kind of neat. It's kind of hard to describe unless you've seen it, but like it's really neat the way they do it. Like so you've got, you know, Drax is wearing like a championship belt and he has this little purple head thing on, you know, but he still has the crazy red tattoos and shit. And Groot is just this giant tree monster. Uh, Rockets like six foot tall with giant guns and shit like it's pretty cool. And uh, Star Lord's costume looks a lot like his he used to, and, and magic as he's it's just really really neat. It's pretty cool, and the story itself is a lot of fun too. I'm uh, I'm into it. It's 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 so far. It's definitely uh, it's a a crossover story done right, like a multi title crossover story. It's a lot of fun. It's pretty cool. Uh, and then last one I'll talk about, just in the sake of getting the fuck out, is uh, Darth Vader number one. Uh, Karen Gillan, Salvador La Roca, Um man looks great. Uh, reads cool. Like as Vader goes to Job of the Hut and basically, you know, asks for, you know, demands, I should say, uh, a, bounty, you know, a bounty and some assistance in finding a bounty. He wants to put on the head of this guy that the Emperor is trying to kind of. Emperor is dicking with him. Trying to make Vader feel like he has a new apprentice, and so Vader is trying to take this guy out. So Vader goes to Tatooine, meets with Jabba. Fucking rad scene. You know, good dialogue back and forth between those guys. Uh, meets with. Um, they flash back to the scene where Vader, where you know Luke and uh, Han escape the moon base they destroyed in Star Wars One and Two, and uh, he meets with Boba Fett. And then some crazy big uh, black scarred up wookiee who may be from the expanded universe. I don't know. Um, Vader says, you know, I think this might be this might actually be the first time where he sets, uh Han Solo uh, Boba Fett on Han Solo, too, but they're out in the middle of nowhere in Tatooine and Vader kind of gives them their marching orders and they leave and uh, you know Vader says, you know, let's let's take our leave immediately. I've been on this planet for far too long. Uh, my present business has concluded. And like over like the the, the last couple panels of, of that that page, and then this big double page double page splash, he's back on Tatooine. So you know he does what you do if you're Darth Vader and you're on Tatooine, and you kill an entire village of sand people. Like the last the last page, this big double page spread of him just standing around this burning village of like dead sand people. It's not the first time. And I thought that was pretty fucking dope. They're pretty sweet thing that i feel like why oh, would darth vader not kill sand people every time he goes to tatooine <laughs> yeah he's like he's like sand people i get older they stay the same <laughs> yeah, i mean like I, I why would he not do that every chance he
2: gets just fucking thin the ranks every time and just just kind of scream cry as he
3: does it you shouldn't have brought moms into a sand people I'm saying. you should have brought moms into it that's not okay what happens what you got tito Nothing. Fucking sweet deal. He said, I got a bunch of pictures of
5: fucking toys. <laughs> you
3: know I, I got play
7: th- with toys got all weekend.
6: I got thumb drives, anybody want thumb drives? You have, oh, drive have so many thumb drives. What what was a cool one you got? Um the Lego thumb drive is actually a Lego brick. That's cool. Ooh.
2: He got another one of those Ninja Turtles ones.
6: Right. And um I got a Batman one, a Superman one. Um those Mebo ones.
5: No Bruce Lee ones? No. No Bruce Lee ones. They no. they got a couple. Yeah. What what does this Batman look like?
6: It's uh Oh you think it's you're it's gonna a a get a Batman
2: one. thumb drive out of Tito's hands? No, no, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, the Batman, you know,
6: nobody's gonna get the Batman one.
5: <laughs> what what's up what's up for sale then?
6: Um, any of the ones that don't look cool, which is the uh, the anyone but the Batman, Superman and the Lego one. So, you can have the Ninja Turtle one. I gave that to Nice last year.
3: Yeah. There you go. All right. He says, I'll, I'll, I'll take it under advisement.
2: <laughs> Jose, since you brought up Bruce Lee, have you heard of this Roots of Fight company? I don't know. Uh, the Rock posts a lot of pictures with himself in the clothing. Like, it's Muhammad Ali, Mike Tyson shirts. But they've got Bruce Lee stuff. And then The Rock is going to have his own line from them, too.
7: Mm. So, they got a bunch mm-hmm.
2: of cool, like they they got um uh let me find one of the joe frazier bruce lee ones oh shit it's cool stuff uh okay here we go Jeet Kune kundo bruce lee los angeles california they're kind of expensive <laughs> 40 dollars for a shirt <laughs> a lot of money for a shirt <laughs> but it's pretty sweet
6: you seen those um those videos up of this little kid like mimicking bruce lee with the nunchucks yeah. While the while the movie's playing in the background. Yeah. Those are pretty cool.
2: Our friend had a uh, kid that did or, uh, our friend's kid did that. <laughs> Tried to get, make it go viral.
3: Jesus, this shit is of expensive.
2: It's God weird, damn. I get
3: weird about spending like twenty bucks or twenty five bucks on a t shirt, but then I'm like, I also wear shirts for like six years. <laughs> like, I'm going to get my money out of that shirt. But I'd still rather pay like $11 for That's it. It's
2: cool stuff. They got like... Uh, I like the hoodie. They they do have hoodies too. Uh, I read... Finally... I, I completely forgot that I read the first issue until I was about three pages in to reading the first issue again. I'm like, oh, I read this already. But I read issue number two of the Ninja Turtles Ghostbusters book.
3: Oh, so much fun.
2: And I love the little bits where you've got like... Uh, Donatello and Egon are fucking button heads. Uh, uh, But then Ray and Donatello are bros. Leo and Winston are bros. April and Janine are kind of chilling. They fucking... The the ghost possesses the New York Rangers and the uh, Maple Leafs to be his (laughs) army. And then the last shot with Donatello with the proton pack is great.
3: Yeah, it really was an expertly done crossover. Like, really, really good. The fact that it was, you know, just insanely gorgeous doesn't hurt matters much. And and totally in continuity with those, both those books, too, which is pretty great. Yep. No, that's awesome. Well, fuck it. You got anything, Jose?
5: Uh, did I already talk about Injustice, Gods Among Us? No. I read volume one of that.
3: Now that's and that's based on the game, right?
5: Yes. Well the the game came out and then the books came out after the game in volume one and two is the stories that led up to the game. Right. Which they kind of hint at. Yeah, the, I read
6: volume one. I didn't care for the art in the beginning of the series.
5: Yeah, the the art kinda is like, eh, but I love the story. Yeah, the and story's they, solid. Like, I'm thinking, like, why could this not have been what started the 50, you know, the new 52 was that the world had gone this fucking bad. I mean, you know, there was the whole thing where Joker, spoiler alerts, Joker kills the shit out of um, Lois Lane, who just became pregnant. Oh, she got Lori. He, he makes her um he infuses Scarecrow's fear toxin with kryptonite and oh, makes shit. him think yeah. that Lois Lane is Doomsday. And he takes Doomsday up into outer space and he's like beating the shit out of him and then all of a sudden it starts to wear off and he sees it's Lois Lane. Oh, Jesus Christ.
6: That's yeah. really dark. Yes,
5: and he flips, and the Joker's in prison, and fucking Batman flies through all the walls and punches through his fucking chest. Like, just straight. Blood everywhere, and then the world flips. Everyone's scared. They're like, well... The... And, then, and then Superman's like... So someone like
3: Luther's like, I was right, bitches. Well...
5: I'm not too Luther yet. I think Luther is going to have a bigger part in Volume Two, but you know, if if you pay attention, the game was this was Luther's plan all along. Like Luther is behind the whole thing. He let it go this far, and then he found out. Oh shit, I fucked up. And then that's where the game comes in. That's cool. Awesome. No. Oh, but um, yeah. So Superman's like, fuck it, no more war. Like, I don't want to hear, I don't care who you are, like, we're done. There's no more fighting. And he's flying into different countries and and beating the shit out of everybody. And he's like, no, I said enough. And Aquaman's like, well, you don't rule Aguatown. You only (laughs) rule. (laughs) You stay out of Aguatown, man. And, you know, it's just kind of Superman trying to do good, but he's Corrupted by the power And then you you know you got Batman leading the couple of guys who Don't who doesn't think it's right And you got Superman Wonder Woman is straight like I've been Waiting for you to do this for years Motherfucker let's go <laughs> And she's like his second in command And she's balling oh. But it's pretty good I just wish that this was The direction the tone And, and the Great stories that DC books were doing, which apparently is not the case since they're changing their number again.
3: But that's the thing. I think that there's a chance for stuff like I me, mean, this is this is a, an excellent like Elseworlds type alternate world shit, you know. But yeah. I think that they're setting the stage to be able to tell just good stories going forward, which I'm kind of into. So well,
7: well, we'll, we'll, see, we'll, see, we'll see. what happens. happens. But
3: but <laughs> I
5: I recommend it. Check it out. Check it out if you're looking for something. This just in.
2: Uh Brian Singer has cast another young nubile boy in X-Men Apocalypse. Uh looks like Cody Smith McPhee, who was in uh he was the kid in Dawn of the Planet of the Apes that the, the artist who had
3: the little notebook will oh, play yeah.
2: Nightcrawler in X-Men Apocalypse.
3: Oh hey, Nightcrawler, I'm all for that. That's cool. Let me just say, you know, fucking real quick before we go. Let me just say the fucking most ass nine headlines i read last week where <laughs> and I, I forget the name of the actress i'm sorry but the the, the girl who'd be playing phoenix right in uh, apocalypse sansa stark from game yeah. of thrones or again sansa. i forget her i forget her name i'm sorry whatever but it was you know such and such says uh dark role of sansa stark helped her land roll in x-men well, fucking no shit. It's like, you mean this thing you're known for doing on television was instrumental and you getting another job? Get the fuck out of town. Like, you write the worst headlines. The worst.
5: Yeah, there was there was one of those stupid articles I read. Fuck you. That was... Um,
3: and I guarantee you that that actor's never said anything that fucking asinine without being prompted to say it. Hey, man,
2: Mark Miller thinks rape is... A okay, <laughs> yep, totally fine. Not super bad.
3: Uh speaking of Mark Miller and uh, books where nobody gets raped, the Starlight collection just came out. Uh, the trade for that, man, it's really, really good. That story was fantastic. Like it's, it is Mark Miller at his Mark Milleriest best, and there's not a there's nary a rape in the whole story. Which is
6: Starlight, the one with the the family of superheroes, or something like that.
3: No, Starlight is the one where basically it's like. It's what happens when Flash Gordon gets old and has to go back and do it all over again. Ah, oh, okay, that's a different one. Okay, this guy, I like, you know, it's, it's very much one. a Flash Gordon type story. He's like an airline, he's like an Air Force captain. He goes and has this crazy adventure where he liberates this alien world, and then he goes home, and everyone right. thinks he's full of shit. Right. Nobody believes him. You know, he becomes the laughing stock of his town. Like his kids don't want, you know, his kids are like fuck again with the the crazy old man stories, and then you know, somebody from that world comes and gets him because their world's been besieged again. So which and is the one I'm thinking of? The one... Um, Jupiter's Legacy? That's it. Bingo. Bingo. And again, haven't read more than an issue of that, but I'm sure that book is rapetastic. <laughs> there's no way he tells a story about corrupt super people, and they're not fucking somebody against their will. There's just there's no way that doesn't happen. Which, then again, I would have said the same thing about an alien dictator, and yet completely rapeless. Um, I was I was really impressed, because it had been a while since we'd read a Mark Miller story without... Some good old fashioned comic rape. So I was really pleased to not see it.
2: <laughs> Kingsman did pretty well at the box office this weekend. 35. Looks like million. a lot of
3: fun, man. 35 million. My mom, pretty fun. my
2: mom wants to see that.
3: Yeah, I'm uh, hoping to check it out Monday in the next couple weeks because it, it looks like a lot of fun.
2: It didn't have a chance against Fifty Shades of Grey, no, but $35 million dollars no. in February is nothing to scoff at.
3: No, big deal. So good, good for everybody involved in those and seriously uh, check it out uh, Starloid it's, it's, it's really its a lot of fun it's good really neat looking too so let's uh, let's, fucking, let's call it a night man it's a good show thanks again Tito for your fucking valiant efforts this weekend always no a, always a pleasure. pleasure his poor little dogs are probably so tired no actually they're holding up pretty fine Nice. <laughs> King, he's holding
6: there.
5: himself up with that dick cane <laughs> <laughs>
3: Ridiculous. All right. Join us next week at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at chat.panels on pages.com. We'll do this shit all over again. We are on the road to C2E2. Uh, more announcements every single day. We'll be there all weekend long, hanging out, doing, doing the thing we do. Uh, we will not be hard to find. Uh, that's for damn sure.
7: If um, we
2: keep on this current schedule of doing a podcast every week, our 100th episode will be the week of c2e2 april 21st
3: Ooh. oh there we go
5: coincidence i think not boys <laughs> and girls
3: not at all yeah no, we, we, we planned that shit from day one Our yep. fucking second we, we have strategically missed days on purpose
2: <laughs> <laughs> i thought we were gonna miss a day today because lee was like i had to call in sick from work and i was thinking that he was fucking even worse than he was last week and he's like no 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 it's just a saying
3: i just had called in. i didn't say called in six. I said called in
2: i saw sick i saw the word sick
3: lee rodriguez well maybe i'm full of shit then
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> see i'm gonna play uh lots of um unfortunate catch-up this, this week for the rest of the week i'm sure i'm not looking forward to it at all but it is what it is so if i can uh All right. So, yeah. Email us, popcast at panelsontpages.com. It Use a voicemail, 616 951 1POP. We'll play them, read them, all that stuff. Good times. Be be fun, happy business. Uh, Yeah. We'll talk to you guys later. Thanks again for hanging out. You know, listen. Go uh, check out the Kickstarter for uh, um, Tales of Mystery, Carmageddon. Uh, Lots of good stretch goals in there. Fun fun times, man. So, uh, go support Dirk. guys are rad, dude. See him at C2E2. See us at C2E2. And uh, yeah, man, we'll fucking, we'll we'll do it uh, big time. So yeah, Ford, Jason Nyes, Jose Guzman, and Tito Cruz. uh, I am the right Reverend Lee Rodriguez. Join us next week. We'll talk to you guys later. Good night, we love you, and goodbye.
4: I see you, I see you, Otaku. Will you be my Nagisa? Otaku, girl, let me talk to you. Be okay, I was a gamer. She was otaku. Radiant, luminous. The beauty would shock you. She wasn't like the other girl. She was unique. Truly was a nerd, not a silly geek freak. It was love at first sight. She was my one piece. Life before her, everything sun fleece This is life, love. I need a dot, hat sign. Going berserk, I'm about to lose my blackjack mind. Feels like I'm the ghost in a shell. I'm feeling like a lucky star. How hard it is to fail. And she, a burst angel. From the castle in the sky, she was a. Hell girl, the devil may cry And I'm thinking, I can't go and miss my chance Beauty's so rare after just one glance Half the try with no game to speak of Cause she could be my Eureka Eureka, Otaku girl, let me talk to ya Will you be my Nakisa? Oh girl, let me talk to ya so up? There's of two worlds, Capulet and Montague, eyes perfect blue. What the hell am I to do? Oh my goddess, Cupid shot us, spirited away when this love dang caught us. And losing you now, that's my one true fear. Just the very thought brings my true tears. And to tell you the truth, I'm kinda scared of my bliss. I'm lost here forever in your paradise kiss. It's agony, missing you when we're apart. And when you're away, I hear the whisper of your heart. I'm dreaming of Midori days and summer nights. I'm at the grave of fireflies looking for the light. cross my heart, and you cross my mind, and I wonder if affections touch across time, I can hear the voices of a distant star, and I think you, angel, wherever you are. Otaku girl, let me talk to you. will you be my nakisa? Otaku girl, let me talk to you. can I be your tomoya? My cool girl.